0: This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. <laughs>
1: Hello, hello! Smoking entire podcast. It is, a, it is just a beautiful day in Los Angeles today. Big fans <laughs> of the FBI. Beautiful day. U.S. government doing favors. We don't need to talk about that. I um, the other night we talked about. I think on the last show, didn't I bring talk about the Peterson on the last show? You did I don't recall the, uh, I don't. as we all know. I'm a big Back to the Future nerd. Big DeLorean nerd just all up there, and we went to the Peterson Museum and uh, to see the unveiling of the, uh, the A-car, the hero car from the movie, which is now on permanent display at the Peterson Museum, and uh, I got to see a panel discussion with Bob Gale, and uh, God, it was the guy from Universal, I can't remember his name, but he was great, and uh, this man, Joe Walser, who is now in studio with us. Welcome, sir. Uh, thank you. It was John Murdy. John Murdy. That <laughs> was Universal. his name. He was good. Yeah, he's I liked, great. I really liked his story about how he started as a tour guide in the fucking park. Yeah, and now he's like the head guy over there. Right, he's got and a big. Snuck sheet. onto
2: the Back to the Future. You know. Oh yeah, he was working in the mall. Shoot.
1: He was working at the at the the Puente Hills Mall at like a some store when they were shooting those scenes for from the movie, mm. and he like snuck onto the set. Pretty neat. <laughs> wow. So. Joe is on the panel, and Joe is uh, the leader of the team that uh, did the restoration of the A-car. Yep. And you do you build uh, replicas for people as
2: well, right? Uh, in rare cases, I'll do it. Yeah? You know, I'm not like one of these guys that fart them out, you know?
1: Is that like like, uh, like there are look, a few. Danny's done a couple? Uh, there are uh, a couple guys. Yeah, Danny's <laughs> done a few. Uh, Danny down at DeLorean in, uh, mm-hmm. in Huntington, he's, he's done a few of them. Just, I, lo- I love those guys down at DeLorean. Is
0: it just such a hassle that it's just like, eh, unless the number's right. Yeah, I mean,
2: the thing is, most people who want to do it, like, kind of have a price in mind, Yeah, you know? And it's never enough for me to do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's enough for you to refer
1: them to someone else. Yeah, I'm like, good luck, man. I think Danny said it was like 45 plus a car was about the number he does them for. Yeah,
2: I mean...
3: Which is not enough for you. No. (laughs) I imagine imagine the level of detail is pretty high, thus making a mid-six-figure. Like yeah, at least one fifty. I mean, that's the
2: thing is, you know, if I commit to doing one, like I, I can't help but do it. Correct. Correct. Right. You know, so I can't slap a bunch of crap on there. It's, it's harder for me to do that than it is just to do it right. Because it would be the, pretty
1: yeah. easy to get one that was like sixty percent of the way, like from twenty feet away or thirty feet away, it Dude, would not Do okay.
2: one like that in like today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but but the 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 difference is in the details. Yeah. Totally. So are you? I mean, obviously, you have to be a
2: a huge fan to get involved with. Yeah, I was a pretty big fan.
1: Pretty big. Are you? Are you over it now? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I
2: feel like it, but then epic shit like the Peterson happens, and I'm like, "This is so awesome!" I completely with you. uh, As a Delorean owner and
1: as a independently a fan of the trilogy, you know, I like both. When the movies are on television, I watch them. When I go to my garage and get to drive my DeLorean around, that makes me happy. But I have to keep them separate. I can't... If someone asks... Make some fucking 88 miles an hour joke while I'm driving my... I get mad.
2: Someone? You mean everyone? Everyone! Everyone.
3: Hey, man, nice car. You're oh. back to the future. Oh, my God. Well, it's just... The thing that
0: gets me, like, even that with, like, Star Wars guys and stuff like that, like... I, I get you love the thing, but how many of the same convention can you fucking? Go well, at? everyone
1: thinks they're you know. the first person to do it, and that's really the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, can we get your, mic- we'll get your microphone a little yeah. closer? Yeah, um, No, but um, so are you? Are you a car guy? Are you a movie guy? Are you a DeLorean guy? How do you get? How did you get started I'm down a movie this road? Guy, movie for guy, for sure.
2: You know, I'm not. I'm definitely not a car guy. I mean, I appreciate cars, uh-huh. love cars, but I don't. You know, really like to work on them. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand. I don't um, either but uh for me the the probably the the biggest draw about the Time machine, besides the fact that it was a Dorian that's awesome, was that it was you know a huge prop yeah i mean it's gigantic it's like exactly what all the ghostbuster fans do, only you can't wear it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know it's,
4: well
1: it's and it's it's not it's more than a prop it's a character. It's like it, it, the DeLorean causes trouble. The DeLorean sure. solves problems. The DeLorean evolves. It has its own story arc in the movie, you know, like a human character would have. Totally, and which makes it significantly more interesting than a proton
2: pack. Yeah,
0: or more it, significantly, Ecto One, which did change, and nobody really gives a shit about that thing.
1: <clears throat> Ecto One's pretty cool, it's but, cool it does, but it's not. It's, it's not, not the.
0: Not the, the you but you know, know what I mean? It's yeah, two movies yeah, yeah. that have big followings like that. One, I mean, obviously, the the DeLorean's more a part of Back One to the travels future.
3: through time. Yeah.
5: Well, the I other mean, the one has lights one, and the one could have literally been, like, a rented F-350 van that was white, and it, yeah. the movie would have been the same. Like they, didn't, yeah. they didn't, like, drive it into the thing and then shoot stuff out of Ecto one It was like they got there and it just had to look right for who they were, Yeah, versus the DeLorean was like went through it's time well, without it the, the movie doesn't exist it was oh, both the, the cause it. of
1: and the solution to almost every problem in that film like both cocaine films. oh different
5: okay <laughs> different problem.
1: so is it it was it, it was really just
2: are you a movie prop guy by trade uh yeah I'm, well i'm an art director so oh okay yes and no so <laughs> then the,
1: the is it just the is it the the story of it, or the 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 detail and the functionality of it, or the style
2: of it? What what drew you into that thing? We're just talking about the car. Yeah, I mean that's the the thing is the car isn't the car without the movie isn't the movie without the car. Right, but um, I've been asked you know if I thought it would be cool if like the time machine had been a different car. You know, just it like, wouldn't be just as cool. Like
1: anything, a it c- truck, it couldn't anything. be as
2: cool. 18 van, I don't know. No,
0: it, it couldn't wouldn't be a or a phone booth. You know. The well the yeah. the, the original <laughs> well, original
1: screenplay called for a refrigerator. No fucking yeah. joke. The time machine was a refrigerator in the back of a pickup truck. Which you talked about in yeah, the panel.
2: And you know, that's what they nodded to in that last Indiana Jones movie.
1: Yeah. The, see, uh, is it was it Zemeckis, Zemeckis did Indiana Jones as well, right? I think it was. Or is it It was, a, a, it was so Spielberg and there Lucas. there's been a couple of these, like, yeah. I've heard about, like, the refrigerator and which which later hat they had a put it near a nuclear weapon or something mm-hmm. in the original screenplay. And, like, they're like, this isn't going to fucking work. But <laughs> they like brought it back in the last Ninja Indiana Turtles Jones, the refrigerator near the nuclear blast thing. Really? Yeah. yeah. And there was was one. I think it was Bruckheimer. bit uh, and they wanted to have some, like, giant s- s- evil spider in mm-hmm. some movie. That Kevin, thing has kept coming back in screenplays it time it and again. Yeah, but it ended up in, like, Wild Wild West yeah, or it was. something, the giant so spider. Bad. So what movie? What movies and stuff have you worked on uh, in uh, your career?
2: Well, I started, you know, most people, like, start on, like, low-budget indie films and stuff. I just started right in big-budget stuff and... I worked on uh, Rock Star. Oh, really? Princess Diaries. Okay. Taxi. Fifteen minutes. Oh, wow. Um, got, some, got some resumes there. Yeah. So, would you were, just
0: start out doing kind of small
2: stuff early in the game, yeah, and you know? Yeah. I was PA in the art department. Actually, on okay. my first couple of movies, I was PA in the office, and I was like, "This blows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hate this. I can't work here." And. uh then I got a gig uh, in the art department. I was like, "This is awesome!" Because that's you're adding. doing
1: professional arts and crafts, basically, totally,
2: right? We we
1: I meet people in art departments, and I always find it is so interesting. And I love that the show on Sci-Fi Face Off, yeah, which is the the makeup and costume show competition show. Because when you're in school, high school, college, whatever, like if you're not good at math and you're not good at English or whatever, but you're amazing at arts and crafts, nobody. Is like you know, there's a career for you right. out there. You right. can make a real living doing fucking arts and crafts, and you can. Yeah.
3: In Hollywood, my friend Nikki does like monster makeup year round. She's yeah. Going around the world to make people look like zombies. Yeah, it's
2: like uh, Hollywood is, uh, you know, the world's special ed kind of. It's just drama <laughs> club. It's a drama club right, with a with a paycheck podcasts. and a union. It's all pretty the cool much. kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so but, then the DeLorean is one of the greatest movie props totally. in history. Absolutely. So, does it... You know, they found you, though. You didn't go find them and pitch them the idea mm-hmm. of restoring it. Because the car was... Well, tell us what happened to the car
2: after the movie, the A car. Okay. Well, after after the movie, uh, you know, they they didn't know they were going to make another one. Right? right. It was just like a one-off. Nobody knew anything. And um, so they immediately put the Put the a car on display at Universal in front of the well there wasn't a ride, but they it was put just it sitting out just, there yeah all yeah. right they made like a little take your photo here yeah they, yeah and then uh, the B car went away in storage, and that was that and there were what three of three or four well, for the first movie there were three uh-huh. or two and a half really the the C car was just a half a car was they, that the in- for they, the interior yeah, shots and stuff totally so yeah. whenever you're in the car with You know Michael J. Fox or whatever. It's a C car, and this is fake.
1: Yeah, and so A car is sitting in front of a ride or in a in a booth at Universal. B car is missing somewhere. Storage. Storage. Storage, Right. In Amblin storage. And and where?
2: Amblin. What's Amblin? You know Steven Spielberg's. Oh, Amblin Entertainment. Yeah, Yeah, they have you know big storage areas over there. That's where it was. And then they they make two more movies.
1: And they bring them back out, I guess, or they get yeah, more so cars. So they
2: start filming part two, and they and they bring the car out of storage and clean it up, and you know start fixing up the A car too. They still had the C car at this point too; it was just sitting somewhere, yeah, at Transpo, not on display or anything. And they actually used the C car during filming as like a camera car. Like they were all sit on top of the C car or the B car. Uh huh. Just I have photos of it. So really? Like everybody piled up on sitting all over the Delorean, shooting yeah, off of it. Totally. Really? It's crazy. <laughs> and I don't know why.
0: It's like like they didn't have a budget for a fucking proper truck. I yeah, I mean, you'd I think
1: know. they could get a truck. Are there? And I'm trying to think of what shots would involve a camera car with a bunch of people sitting it was, on it.
2: It was while they were filming part three in the drive-in.
1: Oh, okay.
2: The, yeah. In the, the
1: the the accelerating towards yeah. the wall shit, yeah. yeah, yeah so okay, when you're, you're watching that. Really? They were filming one DeLorean time machine from another, from another. fucking DeLorean time machine. Hundred no percent.
4: You got a it. photo of that? No that's one? amazing. Yeah, no one had too. a Taurus. <laughs> so <could> buy, like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're like, well, we won't scratch the paint, yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't know. Scotch brite
2: it. I don't know. Maybe it was the right height.
4: I, I
1: guess. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know. I did that's. There's another bit of nerddom I did
2: not know. That's good. So oh, this is one of those movies where like everything is connected and everybody's connected.
1: Yeah. Well, you've seen, I'm sure the the lexicon book and the
2: chronology book yeah. and like that. I'm super dyslexic, so I can't read those books. Dude, I that like stuff is,
1: is way way deep. Like, there's a book for those of you who don't know called the Back to the Future Lexicon, which is like 500 pages long, and it is every person, place, event reference a- anything. Yeah, anything in the whole awesome. movie. And I have read the entire thing. Wow. Because I got I got some spare time wow. on flights, flights from time to time. And the uh like for instance, if you if you go to the Q section, I think is this is probably one of the one of the crazy ones and just look up. Quarter. The entire trilogy hinges on a quarter. The guy asking Marty for the quarter and him giving the quarter and getting the flyer. The entire Two movies at three movies just hinge on that the importance of a fucking quarter, and that's how deep this book goes. And Bill, plus there's like <laughs> there was like a, a Back to the Future card game and comic books and like the universe goes like far beyond. Oh, and they had
0: that cartoon series that ran for a long yeah,
2: time. Yeah, there's the the it goes far beyond just the movies. It's the A really, cars really showed up in in that cartoon series too. Oh, it did. You know how they had like in between animated bits with, uh-huh. like Doc Brown would come up. Yeah. like It was like the real... It was Christopher Lloyd. Uh-huh. And every time he had a time machine, it was the A car. Oh, really?
1: Oh,
0: so it did, you it did have, serve its purpose. They actually came out with some Back to the Future games on like the iPad and the iPhone that are really, really good. You'd enjoy really? them. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, now, now I've got something else to waste time on. That's excellent.
0: Well, it's good for a flight. It's so, not like super action heavy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So after this, this car, is uh, it's served its purpose in the movies, and they retire it back to Universal Studios, yeah, where it sits for... 20 years. Back on display. Yeah.
3: Outdoors. Outside. Just hot Florida. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was
2: was, was for a
3: while.
1: It was on the backstage studio tour. I remember going down there when I was like 10 or 11 in the the early 90s. Yeah, they moved
2: it around. I mean, you know, what happened was they had a a replica that uh, somebody built for for Universal, like Uh officially when the ride opened. Yeah. And – you know, they would just like rotate those cars, so that car would be out in front of the ride, and then I'd go back, and it was like the real car, and you know, and Universal just kind of like lost track of yeah. which one was real. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: three car montied themselves. Yeah. And, well, these and,
2: prop
1: like no one, you know, a prop. It's like a, it's like an old used race car. Most people just once it served
2: its purpose. You know, that's the end. It doesn't. It just it's done. But yeah, and there, it, you know. There wasn't not nearly as much interest in props back then. Yeah. Studios were like, you know, it's done. Yeah. We made the movie. What why do we care about this? You know, had no idea that so many people were gonna be passionate about it later.
1: How bad was the car when you found it? It was so bad. Really? Is so there was anything salvageable on it at all? Yeah.
2: You know, I mean look, nothing was like, hey, that part's perfect, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. was screwed up in some way. But uh I mean, the worst part was just you know, like the animal the animals living in it. Oh, and, really? It was bad. Um, but you know, the, the, the documentary things. comes out like next month, the uh-huh. full the full length, which is called what? Out of time, saving the DeLorean time machine. Okay. And uh, they're actually going to have the premiere at the Peterson. Oh, cool! It's going to be awesome. I'm sure I will go to that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, but it's real. It's
1: really bad. It's well, there, really we fucked. We
2: show a lot of that in the documentary. Right? Like, it wasn't in the twenty-minute version. There wasn't time to really get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. But there's a couple scenes where, like, I mean, we're just in there with, you know, like shovels and and brooms, and it's just like this sucks. Oh, uh, just r- and it, and, rodents
0: or what?
3: Oh, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Rodent shit Everything. everywhere. Raccoons. Who knows? It's Florida, dude. Yeah. Probably a snake in there. Ugh! It was not Florida. It was here. Was this
1: this Universal Studios? Yeah. Okay. So this this car never left. So the car's fucked. Oh, I guess I saw a replica in Florida then. No,
2: that is a different car from the trilogy, but it was made later. It was actually made for part two and three. Okay. It's only in any of the films in two scenes, and they're they're like scenes that don't even make any sense, right? So one is when the train lifts off the Mm. tracks and a wheelie. Yeah. That's it. Because they had, like, I don't know why they had a whole new car just for Just for wheelieing. But, but you know. Oh, yeah, because, like,
1: the log explodes and, like, it does a fucking wheelie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But
2: that car, that, you know, it's like a fully finished time <laughs> machine just for one scene. It was like, why don't you use one of the other ones? Yeah. That was a VTEC log. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then when Michael J. Fox, like, rides across in front of the intersection uh-huh. And he's, like, waving at some lady. Yeah, yeah. That is also that car. So, so it's train else.
1: wheels. It was train wheels.
2: Not exactly, because the train wheels were at various points on both or all three of those cars. That oh, okay. And B both had... So both they just
1: had an extra wheels. car just to coast across the fucking intersection on the train tracks? Yeah, and
2: never made sense to it me. Doesn't
1: make any sense to me either. No.
2: And it's not that accurate either. You know, it's just like they... They built it just for that. I don't know why. Did somebody,
0: did somebody executive go, I got
1: a DeLorean
4: for yeah. you? 400 yeah. grand.
2: Please. Yeah, somebody needed to offload their DeLorean. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I don't know. Uh,
1: but yeah. there was nothing, I mean, there were nothing particularly special about any of the DeLoreans they used, right? They just grabbed them from somewhere, used car lots, and that was it. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. It didn't matter.
2: Yeah, they were newly used, too. I mean, you know, it was only. They bought them in '84. Yeah, yeah. So they, they were '81s, three years old, fresh
1: off the uh, used car lots. So what? So it was a, what two years to do the restoration on this thing?
2: Yeah, you know they um, the production built it in you know like six six weeks or something. Six, I think it was six weeks. And uh, you know, and then people are like, why did it take you two years? And I'm like, dude, they weren't copying anything. They weren't like yeah, yeah. redoing. They didn't have to think about. The way a, a wire ran down, you know, they just, that's that how was it, it is, it. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. And it was,
1: it was made to look kind of intentionally ghetto. It was made to yeah, look like sure. it Many was...
3: Guys,
2: yeah, in guy's garage. Yeah.
1: In fact, a lot of the yeah. problems with the replicas is that they look too good and too yeah, clean. Yeah, they all look
2: brand new. And yeah. You know, everything's all perfect. And it's, it's like most mm-hmm. people don't know. Like, it, it's amazing how little the people who build time machines actually know about the time machine. And it seems like... A dick thing to say, but, <laughs> but it's true, like, because they just make, like, all kinds of assumptions. Like, the this is super nerd That's talk, okay. Uh, no, that, while we're here. That's like, over. <laughs> uh, like, the flux capacitor, right? Everybody puts it right in the middle of the car. Boop, like that. It's, like, so not in the middle. It's, it's like, off-center. Yeah, it's, like, right over Michael J. Fox's shoulder so that you can see them both in right. the frame, right? I mean, it's a film thing, but people are, like, middle yeah, you know, <laughs> but it's like they just <laughs> had, they didn't stop and look like, at the movie
1: and go, no, it's there. Yeah,
2: I mean, you can tell, you know what I mean. You have yeah. to know a little bit.
1: So, how much of this process was freeze framing the fucking DVD?
3: Yeah, and going, okay, no, this is a yellow wire that goes here, and this is know a- the width of this wire. So this is this far. And- yeah,
2: I'm not really proud of the amount of time <laughs> I spent doing that. But I mean, there's no there's no answer. It's just like. Endless years and at years at this point.
0: Of, has anybody documented any of the stuff that, like, we know this is 100% where this is? And we know where this is. Did you have anything to work off of? Or, oh, no, no,
3: hell no, no, um, just the movie itself. Now I
2: have all that information,
3: yeah, right? One giant PDF,
2: yeah. Well, that's that's a nice little well, PDF. I'm a book about it, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I will Sell, buy that book. Yeah, that book is going to be sick. Well, I mean, I'll, there's I'll that, that, that big book.
0: hobby market in, in prop rest, in prop reproduction now. There's a lot of guys that just do it for the fun of it. They'll build, like, gun from X movie or whatever. So, so, and, you know, they get the exact directions. Right. You're a
3: king yeah. at Comic-Con if you roll up in an exact DeLorean. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But the, I get the... There's some of them get pretty close, but even, even like, I can tell that there's some stuff that's off. But, like, there's some actually neat little pieces that are, like, repurposed from, like, other stuff. Oh, on the real car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: there's all kinds of stuff. Like, um, on the... What side is it? I don't know. On one of the sides, it's uh, like, yeah, sure, you're a pro. You don't know your left from your right. (laughs) Um, There's uh, three cans, you know, that always, to me, look like Pac-Man. So, I call them the pac-man parts uh and the rest of the community calls them the hockey puck parts Uh uh-huh they look like hockey puck pac-man okay um and i'm not sure what they're supposed to be exactly i mean there's theories and you know i've asked bob gale and he has named all these parts officially you know (laughs) because that was kind of a lacking in the whole fan community Uh uh-huh uh, people had to make up their own way to talk about these parts yeah. you know they're like the black tower i, I don't know what it is you yeah. know and now now, now now it has a name okay yeah, and that was one of the things that frustrated me the most i was like what are these somebody has to know what all these parts are right nobody nobody did, did. even the production team you know they they led a few people to the same like shops they shopped at to buy the stuff for the car uh-huh and You know, and they they dug out receipts and stuff like that. And and it sucked, you know, because it would be like, uh, oh, this receipt is for airplane parts. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like handwritten. handwritten? It's like that that isn't helpful at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just eliminated. Boats. (laughs) Boats.
1: <laughs> but it's like, you know, the Mr. Fusion is a coffee maker. And, you mm-hmm. know, the, the nuclear reactor cover is like a Dodge Polara hubcap or something yeah. like that. Is there a bunch of other weird stuff that's like identifiable well, as? I didn't oh, the hockey puck done thing, yet. Sorry. So the
2: hockey pucks, um, there's the can part and then mm-hmm. there's a, a base and then under it there's like a stand. And it's like such a random combination of things, you know. So the top thing is a real thing. Um, but then the the base it's on is, like, just the sliver of, like, a big electronic enclosure, right? Okay. Just, just to make a little table. And the thing that's under it that's, like, you can't see it from any angle at all hmm. is, like, a really, really specific and now ultra-rare piece from a airplane ashtray. Okay. Huh. Yeah, and it's, like, not the part that you would use. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, you wouldn't recognize it as an ashtray. It was probably why they used it. Uh-huh. It, looks, it looks like an ashtray, you know? So they cut off the piece you would never know what it was from, and that's it. And so people who are, like, going to these extreme, you know, lengths to to get their cars totally accurate right. have to chase down these, like, you know, people don't smoke on planes, Anymore. Yeah, you got to go like, to the
1: airplane graveyard and find a plane that was from 1979 yeah. to 1982 you know, and
2: made by Airbus and whatever. Yeah, and hope that 12 other guys on the same mission didn't beat you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there a lot of like. Belloc. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are there a lot of, the, uh, of really, really close, if not
2: 100%, cars out there? Uh, there are the two that I made. <laughs> it, where's the other one? Uh, well, actually, not counting the A car, I, I made two that are both. They're they're kind of, well, one outdid the other okay. eventually uh, as most accurate replica in the world, and what the first one I built, um, which is now number two, is in a museum in um, Chile. Oh, they Chile, have a, yeah. Interesting, Santiago,
0: Chile, right? Interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, Jay Fox is big in Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
2: I mean, they have this big museum over there about pop culture and stuff like that. They also mm-hmm. own one of the screen-used um, jackets. The, the screen inflating jacket. Yeah, or the, your jacket is now dry. Yeah,
1: they made a. There was a really shit replica for sale recently, and they wanted way too much money for it, considering what a piece of crap it was.
2: Yeah. Wow. Um, and so, where's the other one? The other one is owned by my friend um, Terry Metalis, who is uh, the creator of that new sci-fi show, Twelve Monkeys. Oh, and um, he was my partner on the restoration, actually. Oh, okay. And right before we began the restoration, he he had bought a time machine from another builder, and he was super upset about how crappy it was. And he came to me and he was like, "You gotta fix this for me." And like at the time, I was like. Mm, you know I don't know it's a lot of work you know and he said uh, you know do you ever think about renting your car out and I was like no you know I mean I built it for me I didn't build it for any other reason um, at the time Who yeah. Knew? Um. anyway like I didn't even it didn't even occur to me that you know people would want to rent that there could be an yeah. entire business based right. on that car so but that wasn't my my motives anyway um, but he said, look, you know, fix my car and, you know, whatever gigs it gets, we'll just be partners forever and ever. All right. And I was like, okay. So I did it. <laughs> I actually, I wasn't going to do it. And then I, I was, uh, at the auction where I sold the first car uh-huh. and it was a, it was a charity auction for Michael J. Fox foundation, okay. team Fox at, uh during the twenty ten, the twenty fifth anniversary of Back to the Future, like you know, the big we're going back celebration. Right. You knew about that, right? I uh, think there, well, there was a lot of people. This really? year? Was, this was, year was, only, this yeah, year was ridiculous. Yeah. But you yeah. knew about that one. Yeah. Like the truck out at Puente Hills Mall. Right. And all that. I did yeah. all that.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. I saw I, I I was traveling when we were doing I I was bummed I didn't get to I think we were in Europe or something, but I saw a lot of Instagram pictures and it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like when I first put that picture of Doc's truck at Punta Hills, yeah. it went at $1.7 million. On Instagram? Jeez, yeah. Damn. It was just like, Shh, Damn. Shh. I was like, wow.
1: Where'd you get the tr- Is that your truck? We built it. Oh, okay. Just, just for like the- a Grumman panel truck,
3: right? Something yeah. like
2: that? It was a Ford something. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, GMC. That's yeah. what it was. GMC. I so the, do you... Oh,
3: sorry. So you made a replica of Michael J. Fox's Toyota as well? The black one? No, that
2: was the real truck, actually. Oh, was sweet. Yeah, so... I know, this journey is like, what? Yeah, yeah. What did you not do? <laughs> um, so, just before I totally forget, yeah. back to... Um, the other car, the your part car. Cars, so, yes. I, so I built it for him, and, uh, you know, I had already done mine, and I knew what I had done wrong, and, you know, did it right on that car. And that car's still, like... Absolute hands down champion, and then during the restoration, you know he would bring it in and use it as and, a reference, and we just tweak, you know, some things on his car so that you know it would always be the. So it's exactly chance. the same. If you're very, one, very 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 close. Do, too. do you
1: mind if I ask what the uh, the first car sold for at auction? Uh, with fees and everything, it was yeah. one hundred and
3: twelve thousand. Oh, okay, strong money. I would rock a Back to the Future time machine for one hundred twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, that'd be you, awesome. You could own any car show with one, with
1: one of those. You own life with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. what's neat about the A car, which you brought up in the panel, and I thought was very interesting, is that you know, in the movies, things like sound effects and shit, like you know, quote working in the car, is not necessary because they just do it in post or they find some other yeah, way.
2: But, well, even like. You know, when the time circuits come up and, and it says like November. Yeah. It's not even real LED digits. It's just a, you know, a little plastic screen with, with, with the cutout, it's, right? It's like colored, you know yeah. what I mean? And they yeah, just yeah. have a light bulb behind it. Hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's all. <laughs> yeah. It's but not, you're like,
1: they
3: but ever but need to change the date. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, the numbers that's are way cheaper.
2: All real LEDs, but the, the the dates. And I mean, there's a reason for that. Actually, when they built the cars, they did it all numerically so the months would be like 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh it was just like too many damn numbers you're looking, you know, you have to tell the story. It was just too, too hard massive. to read. Yeah. yeah. November, uh, you know, is easier. Right, right, 11. right. People but your thinking, the
1: you know, one the the, the restored A yeah. car it actually is proper LEDs, right? Yeah. So you could dial it in and it actually shows the yeah. what's had to, to. Uh,
2: we had to design LEDs to represent the months. Because since all the months in the movie were, like, handmade, they didn't line up. So you couldn't make a digit that could say all those things. Oh, right. With the the old school method. It was just like, they were like, oh. You know, they stylized it so Uh it wasn't really accurate. Anyway, so we just kind of had to choose which one we thought looked best. And it's pretty good. No complaints. (laughs) (laughs) But what, you know... What are
1: some of the other stuff that, like, the real car didn't do that your car does? Or the restored, the re-
2: I should say, the restored car now does. Travels through time. It's all sound effects. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all sound effects. And, you know, I mean, the time circuits that we designed for the A-car are, like, super complicated. It's not just, like, you know, you punch in your day di- It does that, too, but it, it does everything. Like, we literally were, like... Everything it ever does in the movie, including, like, the glitch, you know, where, like, after he gets hit by lightning, it's glitchy, and he's like, I gotta fix that thing. Yeah. Or before, I don't know. Uh, It does that, you know? It does, the, the speedometer actually works. It's GPS- Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. So, you know, and if you get it up to 88, it triggers everything. Really? But, yeah. Awesome. It, but you said it does it didn't that's quite right. run. Yeah, but still the electronics are designed to to trigger it if it So does.
1: that's never been tested. Till well. now. <laughs> Bold claim,
2: sir. Exactly. <laughs> you push but, it in front of a train to find out? No, it 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 hasn't it wasn't tested on the A car, but it was tested. Oh, in it another works, in another yeah. car.
3: Okay. That's that, cool. Imagine you're riding with someone that's never driven the car. You're fucking like, awesome. for it, dude. And then something happens. would be super That'd be cool. It'd so be great practical. What? <laughs> we well, they had, and they had to do a bunch of there's a bunch of weird stuff. They had to, like, there's the world's
1: only 95-mile-an-hour DeLorean speedometer. Because, like, it was, they were all 85. None of the oh, speedometers went yeah. up to fucking 88. Yeah. And my car has the updated 140-mile-an-hour speedometer. And but they just the put a 95 on it.
2: Yeah, well, they just replaced the whole thing with a sticker. Like oh, really? Like, they a sticker of, it, of itself. On yeah, it. yeah, with just an a slightly justice. different yeah. scale. Yeah.
1: I heard uh, uh, there's this rumor that always floats around that they did an engine swap in one to make it go faster. Yeah,
2: it's totally not true. I didn't think it was no, true either. Um, everybody thinks it's a Porsche, right? Which doesn't
1: work. No.
2: I, <laughs> I don't think you can do that. I don't think
1: you could put a 928 but engine in the back one of one of That
2: started no. because they used a Porsche... Engine for the sound effect, oh, yeah, and the cars, going, like, oh. you know, and people are like, "No way, that's awesome!" Yeah, people just, you know, there's a disconnect. I mean, it's it's a movie, but, you know, movies.
1: As it turns out, aren't quite real. It also goes through fucking time. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really easy to believe that. You're right.
0: lucky if most movie cars run. Period. Never mind having a motor swap.
2: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Well, I'm, I bet. How much weight do you think all that shit adds on the car?
0: Uh,
2: a lot. It's, I mean, bo- it's got to heard... be seven or eight hundred
3: pounds, right? Yeah, I think so. There's a lot of like you know. wire and cabling and stuff that's like all around the car, and that's yeah, not and, exactly and the,
2: the, the aluminum vents and the engine yeah. cover—I mean, that yeah. stuff's not light.
3: No, actually, I think the reason
1: that the movie car has the perfect stance is because they have so much fucking weight of stuff in it,
2: right? Yeah, actually, um, that was one of the one of the many like you know we. When we get in the A car, we have to look at the suspension and, you know, what I mean, did they cut it? What kind of suspension is it? And uh, it turned out they didn't cut it at all. It they was just like, put a bunch of batteries and yeah, shit in the just trunk, all the right? Heavy crap in the front. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some of the filmmakers were like, "Yeah, I think they put like cement bags." And I was like, "No, they didn't." It was just batteries and and uh, you know. Stuff Just a bunch of Stuff Yeah
1: well I mean You know like, the The DeLoreans that Were sold in America Had the, the US spec Suspension in that car is Yeah like, like a boat. Fucking nightmare my car, I did the the Euro conversion, mm-hmm. so my car sits at the correct height. But the Bags of the Future car is actually even even a little lower, and it looks pretty dope. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice stance, mm-hmm. but it's just because there's so much crap. Why did in they
0: Why did they give the U.S. ones a different suspension setup?
1: Bumper height requirements oh. in America. So rather than like it, it, it was so ridiculous. They're like, oh, just put taller springs in it. So the U.S. spec cars have two and a half inch taller front springs. So, so by a tractor, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Twenty
0: five years later, the Europeans finally catch up with the crash standards and fuck us on our cars. Now. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And, I mean, no, you just all you have to do is swap the springs over, yeah. and it's it. It's easy, but
3: it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, how much of like doing a car like this is finding the parts rather than the completion? Like hunting for the weird ashtray seems like an interesting adventure. Yeah, and that's probably more rewarding than actually making the hockey puck thing.
2: Uh yeah I mean they're just they're just different but definitely the the adventure is um it's like the the world's biggest most complicated treasure hunt you know yeah. it's like every single thing on the car in fact at the Peterson the other day I was like talking to Michael Chaffe and I was like dude why didn't you shop for any of this crap at Home Depot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 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 what difference would it have made to you? But it would have changed things for me a lot. You know
4: I mean? <laughs> Why do um, you have to go
1: airplane parts? You well, he, just yeah. have to grab well and you even had right? Michael Schaefer was one of the guys who worked on the original car, and yeah. right? who, who built it or, or was on the team that built it. And even he couldn't get everything and couldn't remember where that well, stuff was. Well, there's an all. easy yeah. to answer
0: all of that. The guy that was buying the shit? Hourly. Yeah, he was P.A.
2: Yeah, P- he was running to the yeah. store. Look, I've I've worked on a bunch of movie cars. I've designed movie cars. Um I designed the uh I helped design the, the, the SWAT truck, like the big SWAT truck from SWAT. Oh, cool. And um I, I don't remember anything. You know, some fire <laughs> truck stuff, you know what I mean? So that was one of the things, you know, I, I kinda brought in a more realistic approach to what the original filmmakers knew and didn't know. And I got a lot of shit for that because they were like, you know, how dare you blasphemy, you know, like these guys are, you know, they're very important Yeah, and you can't say that they don't know what the part was that they built the wormhole in (laughs) of or else they get mad at you. You know, and I was like, I don't understand this at all. It's like if it were me, I wouldn't well, remember what the hell. Yeah, was. I mean, it was yeah. a
0: project they did for six or eight weeks, thirty years ago. Right. Yeah, I couldn't tell you every little thing I from a project I had they, had they did six lunch, months man. ago.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, to you know, all the people who it's a job, you know, and then the they move on to the later, next job and that's job, what? And they're like, I don't, I have no idea. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: But it's way more than a job to you know. Fanatics. But also,
1: you said, like, as they went through production, they would be pulling parts off one car and yeah, put it something on another broke
2: car. On and, one car. It's not like they were like, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Got to maintain you know. accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> How many extra of those, you know, rare airplane parts did you bring? No, uh, zero. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take them from that car. Boop. Yeah. And um, by the end, by the end of part three, I mean, there was like, it was a total mishmash, you know? Well, and how do
1: you decide? How do you go back and find out what parts ended
2: up where? I mean, were they all marked? No, 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 nothing. No, uh, you know CSI forensic shit. I mean, it was literally like <laughs> dunk, dunk. You look at every <laughs> yeah, produced by Dick Wolf. Um, <laughs> it was you know we looked at every conceivable source of reference material. Uh, it was photos from the archives. It, you know, it was. The Blu-rays yeah. at the time we started it was the DVDs, which is really re- that, that DVDs is the reason that people do time machine replicas because before that it was VHS and it was like stuff, yeah Impossible. yeah yeah I don't know it's some stuff it's just stuff it's an inner tube I yeah. think I can't tell you know and then well then once you get approach. to the
1: Blu-ray the detail is I actually yeah. don't like watching '80s movies on Blu-ray yeah. I think the hyperrealism of it is really off and yeah. looks really strange. Same thing with like you're watching like Seinfeld on a Blu-ray. It looks fucking weird. Yeah. It just doesn't look good.
5: Can you so imagine those stopping a VHS to try to look at what that part was? And ugh. it's just all wavy. And they're yeah. like, oh, "Go you, back, you, you, <laughs> okay." Well, what is that? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely twenty was, gauge. Something wire. blue. I yeah. saw blue. Yeah. Something blue.
2: <laughs> is that a boob? Is, that
4: a- <laughs>
2: is there anything yes. that couldn't be found? There, there are a couple things, um, but the one of the biggest is you know the it's the the fans called it the wormhole emitter bob Gale says it's called the tachyon field generator what the cuz he does that says even look it like? sh- it doesn't emit wormholes you know so where 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 is that on the car that was silly the, it's the very top part <laughs> right in between the doors up top yeah like there's these two boxes and then this wait i have a model yeah Hang on. i mean yeah, I'm gonna yeah be a we model. need i have we a
3: model. need
5: the skeleton grab the skeleton bring your diorama <clears> for listeners,
0: we will be distributing pamphlets in the future. Pick yours up in Culver City. Do this
5: shit. We're going to
1: have to settle for Back to the Future Three car well, with white walls. How, right? how accurate
4: yeah. is this? Oh, oh, God. this is going to be great—a visual demonstration
2: right. for a radio show. Yeah, right. This so, this piece. Is, okay, I mean between the gold wing that's doors the on the top and field generator. Okay, so thing thing it
1: sits in the middle of the doors behind them, like rear center of the roof. Yep. And it shoots the
2: whatever forward that it drives through. Yeah, whatever that is, tachyon. Okay, and yeah, so you tachyon. couldn't find that.
0: The thing that looks like a metal radar detector.
2: Well, we have you know, a lot of guys that have been working on it for a long, long time. And part of the problem is, you know, since this stuff is like military surplus yeah. that they found in the 80s. So I understand it was surplus in the 80s. Yeah, so was like Vietnam it era stuff now. sitting you know around. I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, no more... Uh, you know are the days of you know three kids finding a spaceship in there you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's not going to happen anymore and so you go to apex for example apex electronics in sun valley where like not a majority but a majority of the the more recognizable parts came from apex
1: yeah like the flux capacitor box is just like an electronic switcher box basically yeah, right yeah
2: um the, the problem again is like you know, there's so many makes and models, right? So it's like finding that one the is right super random, and, and it was always at Apex because, mm-hmm. like, it was some custom run that somebody didn't pay for, and they dumped it at Apex. Yeah, yeah. So there were three of them, and that was, and that was it. Yeah, and so you can't find another one because. So what do
1: you do? Make it from scratch?
2: Yeah. You know or was that acceptable
1: from, to you in the restoration was was uh, making a part from scratch once you've exhausted the options, or does that sort of not fit is that cheating
2: well, it's only cheating if you have the original part i mean if the if it's not there, you know You're your options right. are limited yeah yeah um but when you say make it from scratch it it's sort of like doesn't quite represent what we went through to to replicate a part right i mean we replicated parts there was one part for example that we, we never knew what it did right like you know we know all its parts we've you know measured it you know within an inch of its life we know everything it's made of we know how it was made we just don't know what it did but what we do know is that the one that we made will do it too
4: <laughs>
1: Touche, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is when they were building these cars, is did they? No, oh, I lost a mirror. Shit. Uh, did, is is there? I mean, everything. Are these the hockey puck guys? These things right here? Yeah, in the back there, over the left rear fender. Um, I mean,
2: is is it literally everything that's there has a? Theoretical purpose. See, that's why I think the time machine was so interesting, you know, because it wasn't just a bunch of crap piled on a car. You know, it didn't look like a spaceship. It looks like a nuclear reactor on wheels that some crazy guy welded in his garage. You're like, like Bob said, either you're going to travel in time or you're going to explode and be killed. Yeah. You know, it's like super dangerous. Um, But the guys that designed it, You know they took a long long time to design um you know and again they weren't just like piling stuff on to make it look like doctor who or whatever it was like uh you know they they took a lot of you know research on real nuclear reactors and and so every part on there you know might not look exactly like the real part in real life right but it is it's representative of that. And, yeah. and every part on the car actually serves a purpose.
1: Yeah, okay. So you could take whatever this little box is right here, yeah. and you could go, well, in a nuclear power plant, this would be the yeah. you know, capacitor, and then this so would the be the cooling better. towers, and then this so exactly. it's a miniaturized and slightly artistic <laughs> interpretation of yeah. a very real
2: thing in a nuclear reactor. Totally. And okay. everything makes sense.
1: It does I mean it does the the whole car as a as a co- it does make a lot of cohesive sense yeah. which is which is really really interesting yeah. because clearly a lot of like thought has gone into it like i just watched the new star wars for the first time which is a fucking amazing movie i'm kind of bummed i didn't see it in the theater but it was great but like there's a lot of shit in star wars that doesn't make sense to me like i get that it's sci-fi but like all the fucking their space garages in their fucking sh- the big star destroyers of the yo, big yo, space garage, they're just <laughs> well, open to space, and yet people can just breathe. Like that bugs O2 the shield. shit how out. About of
5: how every being that they encounter just breathes the same oxygen.
1: Yeah, and then all these plant. You know. And they like a tie fighter. I where uh, Jason Torchinsky writes for a good site called Jalopnik. We, I, he did an analysis of a tie fighter. Like it isn't possible to have two people and a powertrain. In a TIE Fighter. Like, it's just not possible. Like, this thing is a fucking car, but, like, it it all kind of makes sense. It's just, a, it's like a logical sort of homebrew solution to a problem.
4: Yeah.
1: Which is very interesting. Well, I think
0: the answer yeah. to the Star Wars thing is, is it was made by people doing lots of drugs in the
5: 70s. Yeah. And it takes place yeah. farther in the, f- in the future. So, like, the TIE Fi power plant, J- you know, I love Jason, but... He lives now, so he's like, that's not possible. Like, well, yeah. most of it, with what we know, is. If impossible. I told
3: you in 1979 I could have a supercomputer in my pocket that's I to watch porn on, you I wouldn't know. believe me.
5: I like a lot
1: of the uh, the future <laughs> but predictions in Back to the Future too. I think there's a lot there's a lot going on there. I like the other cars. Did you ever get involved with the other like the Back to the Future two cars?
2: Like the E30 the, thing. Yeah. Well, there's well, the
1: six series BMW and okay. like the Ford Pro Same concept
2: BMW. Yeah, was actually in my my driveway for like six months really yeah and uh, a friend of mine owns that or did and he just sold it in the i saw it for sale in the screen used auction i saw
1: it i I wanted to buy what what it sold for
2: uh i'm not sure not that much right it was pretty cheap yeah
1: i i I think it was like i saw it was like like 10 grand or something i don't
2: think i think it was like 30 maybe oh was it that much okay but um you know, speaking about cars that don't run, like, during production, that car didn't run at all. Zero. So They didn't like, have to. It just yeah, sat there the whole sat time. It there. even when it landed, it was a forklift. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it never it never ran.
0: Well, I Does mean, run now? you buy well, yeah. a car with a
2: blown motor or something, who cares? It's a prop. We, yeah, we had it. It's a terrible story. But we had this, um, we had the, the BMW out here, and we were going to do... We briefly thought about doing like a calendar, Back to the Future calendar, cars kind of thing okay. with or, girls in all the guy roles, okay. you know. It was just yeah. like a cheesy calendar. Yeah. You, it. you know, sexy Marty. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the conflicting wearing a puppy vest and nothing not else. Sexy, sexy Doc Brown. That's much more <laughs> yeah, confusing. Not, no, not that sexy, ever. but yeah, you know. Anyway, so we got the the Biff BMW, and um, we you know got a bunch of girls to play. Biff and the gang. Yeah. And like, if they were a girl in the movie, they were still a girl. Right. But everybody else was a girl. Um, and we had to drive that car from, uh, shit. I think, I can't remember where we were, where we, Oh, I know it was, it was actually in Culver city and it, it's a beast, man. It doesn't run at all. It was like, dun, 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 it's just dun, a, dun, you know, just fucked. And so we're driving <laughs> through Hollywood and I mean, like totally illegal to drive it you know and um we're trying to turn left and uh i was following my buddy who was driving this car and you know i was like okay we're turning left stop now stop now you know and he just coasts right into (laughs) this lady and uh it was all there was no damage or anything but it was like so like we're all going to jail yeah yeah (laughs) But we didn't. You got to hope
1: the cop has a sense of humor. And it's like, oh, man. And that's actually one of the only BMW 6 Series convertibles ever made as well, right? There's no roof at all for it, right?
2: Well, I think they cut it off. They, they
1: did, did, right? Yeah. But they didn't. there's no cloth top or anything. They just hacked it off, and that was that. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was pretty rough looking in the, in the for sale yeah. side. It needed, they, a, it needed a lot so of work. Yeah. There was some neat other, like, they used a lot of concept cars from, like, Cars that I saw at auto shows when I was oh, a little yeah, kid ended up so in that m- movie. Well, they
0: had that Firebird concept. They there was had the the, ban- the
1: Banshee, Pontiac yeah. Banshee, the Ford Probe, which they put a different yeah. like roof Wasn't
2: on. Wasn't there a yeah. Mustang prototype on there, too? Uh, I don't think I, so. I don't think so. But uh, there were cars from other movies, like the Spinner was there. The oh, yeah. The Blade Runner.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and there was a Citroen DS,
2: which was the, the
1: hover-converted taxi cab, <laughs> yeah. which was hilarious. Yeah.
2: And then... That one movie, um, the Last Starfighter. I haven't seen that movie. It was like an eighties movie. Okay. Well, um, anyway, if you haven't seen it, doesn't matter. No. There's a car from that in it. <laughs> There's a car and yeah, it's it's like a big deal in that movie. Oh really? Yeah. So it's like either. You what know. car is it? I don't. It's, it's like, like a spaceship.
1: Like the police car or something? Like no. You know
2: Oh, a, you mean which car in the movie? In Back it's to the just Future, parked on the street. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you're like, no way, is that from?
1: Yeah. I bet if you, was. I bet if Zach Ooh, no. pulls up that car, we could. Well, I'll recognize it immediately because I'm fucking nerd. Um, so you know, other than this, just massive amounts of research. Mm-hmm. Was there? Oh, that you thing.
2: Think? Yeah. Not oh that. yeah, I know that. In fact, it. that's a photo from Back to the Future. Yeah, it is. That yeah. it's that looks. That looks like a spaceship,
1: basically, yeah. full-on
3: yeah. spaceship. We really dropped the ball on car designs.
1: Look at that! Look at the look at Biff's BMW. I love it because it's got this drag hood scoop on it. It's got the wow. hood scoop off yeah. like a '74 fucking. It's like, like a pro <laughs> street hood yeah. scoop. Yeah. It looks like it's from an airplane. Yeah. That car is not yeah, not got, attractive at all. it like looks like something I see on the side of the no, road. The parking, in the that's the hover conversion on the No, I, I know, feels, but it looks, like, it looks it does. like the parking boot's painted. I think that thing, it, even the movie, like it had primer on the back of it. Like it was yeah. supposed to be kind of fucked up, right? Yeah,
2: well, I, think, hot I think it was supposed to look like, you know, Griff was waxing it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but everybody knew it was primer. didn't didn't fucking didn't get by us
3: so Uh -uh. like for you said you built the SWAT truck how much lead time and direction do they give you they say build us a SWAT truck go or they're like we have some drawings and this and that oh
2: no like no there was nothing I mean we had to (laughs) decide you know what to make it out of because we weren't like building a whole car from scratch
1: picture the SWAT truck I haven't actually I'm sorry to say I haven't seen SWAT sorry but I want to see the truck now
2: yeah uh, so we found a, a fire truck. Nice. And, you know, took all the bits off it and cut it and built the box for the back and sure. everything inside, all the desks and, you know, uh, full-on SWAT. Um, but I don't really remember how much lead time there was. It was you months, You just show up to work months. and crank on it and crank yeah. on it until it's done. I was I on that movie for nine months, so... Damn. Somewhere in there, <laughs> that
3: happened. <laughs> and do they do they usually... Keep you on the whole
2: length of the movie, or yeah. Is pretty it, much. Okay. The art department is one of the first people to start. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the last to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. With uh, with restoring this car, I mean, how is it? Was it Universal's idea, or was it something that that you know you really want, or Bob Gale really wanted to do, or who,
2: you know? What was I it? think everybody has their own kind of interpretation of how it evolved um, from the. From a few fans' perspective, you know, we, we were kind of pimping it for a long, long time. Yeah. Just kind of wishing for it and, you know, dropping hints and asking questions. And, you know, and for the most part, I think everybody was pretty convinced um, that it would never happen. Like, just, you know, we would never be able to convince Universal to do it. They just, you know what I mean? Because
1: you weren't just asking for the car. You were asking them to fund it, obviously, right?
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I would never have told them, but I probably would have done it for, for nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the truth was, you know, I mean, nobody made anything off that restoration. All the money went into, into the, car. the car.
1: Was it full volunteers? Oh, yeah. 100% volunteers? Yeah, how many people for how long?
2: Well, it was, you know, I had max, there was, like, maybe 25 people. But, it's a lot of people, but they it wasn't like they were always there. Right. You know, everybody keeps saying full time, but it's like full on your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, if you were there, you know, I'd walk in the door and there'd be six guys, and I'd be like, "Thank God." Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, but you know, can't you,
1: if they're not there. What do you do? Fire them? Yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah, fire yeah. volunteers? Not at all. Yeah, but well, it was it was like thousands upon thousands of hours of labor. Oh
3: yeah. It well, because like, you you have to restore the car first, right? It, so you got to do a full resto, and then well, yeah, and then the you know, with
1: stainless steel, it's not like you can fucking bondo it and paint it.
2: No, but you know what you can do, if you're really, really patient, you can tack weld it and re. Really? It. Yeah. In fact, um, Danny Bakken was there, and he was like, uh, there were these holes around the rear quarter panel, and we had a lot of debates about whether to restore them or not because you can actually see them in part two and three. What do you, th- what do you think they were there for? Um, I know what they were there for. It was like a theme park mishap. Oh, you know? okay. <laughs> it was at the theme park. The theme park owned it, right? Like the studio portion of Universal didn't own it. It's like the theme park. So, you know, um, if something went wrong with it, you know, they'd be like, hey, Fred – it needs a new thingabob, bob, you know, and he would bang one out with Home Depot crap. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And then, uh, so anyway, this, um, this is actually right. I'll show you. You see the the big black cable uh-huh. that runs along the side.
1: Yeah, the cable that runs from the front bumper over the front wheel
2: arch and then along the side of the car. Yeah. So in the in the back, it swings up like this over the tire and into the back window. Okay. And that's correct. But if you look on cars, like toys, model yeah. kits, that were built before this... Uh, it goes over the wheel arch again? Yeah, it goes... Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right?
1: And so someone had tacked that shit on.
2: Yeah, so somebody pulled it out, pulled it apart, and then was like, oh, shit, how does this go back together? <laughs> And then they just ended up copying right, right, right. The front, which is I got to totally look at my correct. other models
1: in there and see if they're different.
2: So, like when they brought it out of storage for part two, they were like, you know, well, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they they made it go the right way, but still, there they just left holes. the holes. Yeah. I and think, now I'm gonna I think see at that, that in
5: point, movie. They were like,
4: I don't know, yeah, whatever. Nobody's gonna notice. It's yeah, like yeah.
5: Rebuilding IKEA furniture, you take it apart and you just. It's technically still a desk. Yeah. Why is this piece here? It's a parallelogram desk. Leave but you alone. can you can just
2: fill it with weld and sand it down, and that's you can that. because I know because that's what I did for the <laughs> restoration. But like you know, I had a lot of people going. You'll never be able to. You'll always see it. It'll be discolored, or you'll never match it. And I was like, we'll see about that. <laughs> you know, and I was like on my knees for. You physically did it. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah. why well, didn't weld well, it? I, I hired a stainless steel welder. Yeah, and he came and he tack welded them, and it looked yep. horrible. Stainless yeah. is really hard to weld. Yeah, it,
0: it might it. look good.
2: Yeah, this. I mean, it was just like you know, looks like a big globs blob. of yeah, stuff. Globs, and I would just weld it. You know, just sit there and I'm mean, not weld it, sand it. it and uh, and brush it, and you know. Oh my god! Until. I mean, literally, like, people were, like, walking by going, you're still doing that, huh? And I was like, these, <laughs> these fucking holes are going to go away. You, you can't know? see them now. No, can not You can't see all. them at all.
1: Were they on, on both sides, too? Did they do two of them? Both sides. And, both. Then, and, and using a replacement panel, not an option.
2: Well, we could have, you know what I mean? But, like, then it's not the real it's, shit, you know? You,
1: I agree with you. It's like you can't, you can't make up a game and then cheat at it. You yeah, know what I mean? That de- totally. It defeats the entire
2: purpose. You know, there, there's kind of there was a back and forth about some of the damage being caused, you know, by Universal theme park employees versus shit that happened in the movie. Uh-huh. You know, so, like, if if there was a dent in the movie, you know, we we didn't want to fix that. I
1: don't, are there any noticeable dents Not in the really. movie? Was I, like, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, but these holes they're in part two and three. And people are like, "Those are screen ho- screen used holes, you know." Screen used holes. Yeah, and it was like a big deal. It was like our. But you also day. you
1: also have no Mister Fusion because it's you. You made the decision to go. Yeah. This is the car as you see it when it first appears in the first scenes of the movie.
2: Yeah, we did build a Mister Fusion, and it went on display at Universal with the car, like mm-hmm. next to it. But but that's why it's not on it.
1: Isn't I mean the Mister? F- is it just it's like the coffee grinder
2: sitting on a bowl. Kind of right. Kind of. It's actually, you know, like yeah. Why would it be that easy? You know. <laughs> 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 uh, but the 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 black base. Is, okay. You know that that yeah, thing, the yeah. black base of the Mister Fusion, is a, uh, a memory core housing, like for a uh, computer disks from like the seventies oh, that were located inside a nuclear submarine.
1: Oh my God! So, you, so that's like, just impossible to yeah, find.
2: It's 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 dumb. Did you, did you did really use 3D also,
1: printing for anything? Like, were you able to exact like laser scan and 3D print or anything like that? We
2: only 3D printed one thing. What I was that? You, I can't tell you. It, yeah, I just can't, can't. You can't remember or you no, don't I, want to I, tell I me? It's I the body scared. of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the Delorean itself. <laughs> the entire car. Yeah. Yeah. Twist. Those wheels. <laughs> but
1: uh, as far as you know, all the body nice. panels original? Uh, pretty much. Did you... I mean, the... I. As speaking as someone who purchased a DeLorean that mm-hmm. sat in a... My DeLorean, the guy bought new in 83. It's Mine's a car's in 83. In San Pedro down here. He put 2,500 miles on it and stuck it in a storage unit where it sat for fucking 30 years. Right. And it came out looking like the car in fucking three. Yeah. Where it's sitting... You know what I mean? It yeah. looked... It just... Rotting Tire, Actually, no. The tires held air. Amazingly enough, the t- but But... You know the the headliner had completely disintegrated and turned to dust and whatever, and so did you have to do full new full interior or be able to salvage any of that stuff?
2: The most of the interior had to be replaced. Yeah, um, but it wasn't really because of that. I mean, it, it, it could have been, but in the nineties, at some point, uh, Universal did you know what they love to call a restoration, a mini restoration? I call it like a refurb. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's not at all what we did, but they went in and hired a, you know, seamstress or someone to recover all the interior.
1: And it probably looked like dog shit.
2: It did. And, and they left, you know, all the original interior was still there, but it was, you know, they glued it on. So it was just, it was fucking ruined.
1: Oh yeah. Well, fortunately, like, I think, I think we can forgive you a seat cover.
2: Well, oh, thank you. I think you're allowed to. Have, you're allowed to have <laughs> yeah. a new seat cover. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there were a few lines uh, in the sand. One was, you know, does it look like shit? Because you know what I mean. We we wanted it to look. Yeah. Good. Well, the ca- the car was not
1: new, but crack- like accurate. It, like it didn't. Because yeah. the car was a little. It wasn't just that it was like you know a handmade look, but the car was like a little beat in the movie. The the yeah. interior was like a little beat, like it didn't. It, For sure, it wasn't like a fresh car.
3: They bought them used. It, he in, bought and a back driver of the day in yeah. like, use whatever is in there. Yeah. Were the
0: DeLoreans ever like back then? Did anybody really give a
1: shit about them? No. no, I mean, yeah, no. They they kind of fell off, and then the 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 movie kind of brought them back you know 5 or 6 years later. Yeah. And now uh you know people my age in my 30s you in your 40s mm. uh, in your 20s. 20s.
2: Yeah. You know
1: <laughs> we we remember them from our youths and we like we remember them from the movie and so we're we're driving the 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 market for these these cars now. But I
5: I, I mean I like it a little rough cuz it it makes me think that Doc Brown bought that car, drove it, fucked with it, built his time, you know, he, he was R&D in in, in midnight behind like a Walmart, you know. Yeah. Oh shit, that almost exploded, and yeah. so the seats came yeah, in. You almost want to
0: put up the backstory of like, yeah, Doc Brown was out doing a little cocaine for a little while, driving around his DeLorean, and then settled down and like, fuck it, I'm going to build a nuclear reactor at the back of this I thing. I mean, if
5: if all the seats were perfect, like if they redid that movie and whatever they used is some brand new car, and you could just tell that the headliner was brand new and that the seat was brand new and the headers were brand new, just it would look weird. You, I, I feel like I would disconnect a little bit. That's totally. The,
3: that's the thing with Pebble Beach, and they over restore
2: cars. It's yeah,
3: like they made this in the 1920s. It's going to be a little rough. Yeah, <laughs> like give them a break. Well, right. and
2: again, you know, like what you were saying about people's time machine replicas when they look like they were factory fresh. Yeah, yeah, no oil, no nothing. You know, yeah, you're just like the one.
1: The ones that I've seen in person, I've always just gone. This is too clean. Yeah, it's just too the pretty. A car
2: doesn't look like that.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's really, uh, it looks exactly like it looked in the movie. And I asked you when I, when we spoke briefly at the, the, at the Peterson, um, the tires. Yeah. The tires, the, the car in the movie, not this model because this is from three, but it had Goodyear Eagle GTs with white lettering on them. Yeah. Which I tried to get for my car because they look fucking cool.
2: Yeah, they're badass. They are
1: impossible to find. They do not exist fucking anywhere and right. when i went to the peterson the first thing when they pulled the cover off i stood up and i go does it have the tires on it
2: and it did it did of Where you the the like, where'd you get
1: us that's the first thing i walked him i go where'd you get the tires we could get those tires i'll tell you okay yeah i think it's break time let's take yeah, a yeah. let's take a break we'll be past. back and we'll finish this one up and we're live all right uh man you know what i've been using my harry's razor i we did a film the other day Drove a Honda Pilot. Uh, no, I drove the Land Rover off-road, and I watched the video, and I was a scruffy mess. And I watched that video, and I go, oh, i got to shave. Got my Harry's razor out. Got my Harry's face wash, my Harry's shaving cream, and I've been rocking these blades. Harry's razor is created by two guys who are passionate about creating a better shaving experience. Rather than just private labeling some junk from some Chinese factory, they bought a factory in Germany to make their own stainless steel blades, and they ship them direct to your door at factory direct pl- prices. Whether it's uh, a monthly subscription or a la carte, however you want to buy your razors, you don't want to go to the store. Going to the store stinks. you got to have the guy come unlock the thing. It's just annoying. They're expensive. Harry's is offering a deal for listeners of this show. Five dollars off your first purchase of a starter set with coupon code TIRE. After entering code TIRE at checkout, you can get Harry's starter set for just ten dollars. That is a month worth of shaving for just ten bucks with code TIRE at checkout. Say goodbye to choosing between expensive brands and cheap disposables. Say hello to Harry's, high quality blades at a price you'll love. Go to Harry's dot com right now and enter code TIRE at checkout to get $5 off your first purchase. That's a month worth of shaving for just $10 with code TIRE at checkout. And, of course, Forza Motorsport, best racing games out today. From the circuit-based racer Forza Motorsport 6 to the open-world freedom of Forza Horizon 2, forza has something for every true car fan there are all new challenges uh, over 500 cars all with working doors cockpits damage customization you can explore them in forza vista and uh Crazy supercars, vintage cars, build your own custom cars. You can do tuning that doesn't even exist in real life. There is uh, new content every month, which you get with the Forza Motorsport Car Pass on Xbox Live. Stay up to date with all the happenings at ForzaMotorsport.net and friend us at TST Racing to compete with us online. Forza Motorsport is the official video game of the Smoking Tire. And if you find yourself at the Peterson Museum in LA, check out the Forza Experience uh, and they have a bunch of simulators and a bunch of different cars you can race down there. It is extra cool. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course YouTube at the Smoking Tire. New videos every Monday through Thursday. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes or if you have an iTunes account, leave a rating or a review of the podcast. Keep us high in those rankings. We got to uh, we got to take those other guys down a peg or two. Yeah, dude. dude, we do. I know we do. That, yeah, uh, Joe, you want to plug anything? <clears throat> Check out your work at the Peterson, the A car. Yeah, it's there. Or see the
2: hero time machine from Back to the Future at the Peterson Automotive Museum. Did um, you
1: see where they moved
2: it? F- which day? They've moved it all around. Oh, but have they, they moved, moved it like around? In its final. What's local- the
1: permanent spot? Up next to the Batmobile? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, That's up a good in spot. The movie car room. And they've got it like plugged in and lit up and all, all the stuff is going on, right? Yep. That's it's it's really, really cool. Yeah,
2: it's so great. Are
1: they displaying it door they're displaying it doors open, I imagine, yeah?
2: Just the driver's side door. Okay, is open, which is, is the way that you saw it most often in the film anyway. So Yeah.
1: Did you uh does it make the noise when you open the doors? It can, yeah. Oh, that's, see, that is the most disappointing thing about a, a regular DeLorean right? is that it doesn't do. Can you yeah. install
3: the door noise into totally. his DeLorean?
1: It's you not can. That hard, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it just like it's just a speaker and a and an electronic it, signal that it, when the doors open?
2: Like when you open it, yeah, right, it is. But when it, when it opens, it's it's easier than making the noise as it shuts. That's kind of a pain. What's the shut noise? It's the, it's the same, the, it's the same, same noise. It's the, the same noise movie. run yeah. backwards, right? Mm, it's it's not, but it sounds like that.
1: It's close. <clears throat> there was uh, there was some some really interesting. Bob Gale was interesting talking about the sound effects and stuff like that. You got to work with him fairly closely while doing this project. Oh
2: yeah, Bob's been great. I mean, honestly, you know, if there's one person that I had to peg as being wholly responsible for the restoration, it would be Bob Gale. I mean, there are a lot of other Pawns, um, but if it weren't for his involvement in the in the you know community, so many things uh, that led up to this moment wouldn't have happened. Yeah, just like in Back to the Future, exactly. the, quarter.
1: the quarter it goes back to the quarter. Always. Bob Gale is I mean that this guy's like legendary Hollywood yeah. guy. Do you think he's sick of talking about Back to the Future, or do you think he enjoys think so. the?
2: I, no, I think he's proud of it.
1: I'm sure I, I would be. He's. Yeah. Uh, he was a very interesting guy. I,
2: oh, oh, nothing. I just thought of the coolest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to talk about maybe, it. <laughs> you know. Um
1: Okay, before we took a break, you were going to tell us where you found the the Goodyear Eagle GT tires because they're they don't just exist. Like any
2: good cliffhanger? Yeah, it's disappointing. Keep them listening the, through the, the ads. Tr- the <laughs> the 3D, 3D printed. Is, uh, yeah, we 3D printed them. No. Uh, They're real. They're the real deal. Um, And it was just a coincidence that we found them when we did. It was like the last piece of the puzzle. I mean, we were all, like, you know, scavenging everywhere, you know. And we found so many similar, you know. The the rears aren't quite as hard as the fronts, Uh, for example. You can still find the rears. Actually, that that was
1: what uh, Danny Botkin told me. He goes, I can get you the rears, but the fronts don't exist.
2: Yeah. So... Uh, they, they were just, they were in a collection of tires that we made. to, yeah. A collection of tires? You know, just some guy in a garage had some that, I don't, why did, I don't know. They what? were never, yeah. they were just there. They were new old stock. They had never been on a car, which is why they still look good. Yeah. Never been inflated, never. That's crazy. Wow. I wonder, you, where were those you think you could you think
1: drive on them or you think they just fall apart if you tried to drive on them?
2: You could make it a few miles, I yeah. think, <laughs> and then you'd have some problems, but, uh.
1: Danny also suggested, he was like, look, they're not very good tires. He goes, you drive on them, and they're basically like snow tires. And if you look at them on the car, like, they're really blocky tread. Like, you wouldn't really want to drive around on but them. But they look right. cool. Yeah, you almost kind of want to get normal tires and then have the lettering made. That's what we did. Oh, uh, that's what you do for, for your other cars, not yeah, for this like, car. Yeah. yeah, for the replicas. Yeah, yeah. You just get
2: you know, whatever tire you want, and yeah. Yeah, the tread doesn't match. Yeah. sorry yeah so, yeah you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one thing um i mean we approached goodyear we were actually sponsored by goodyear during the 30th anniversary fan celebrations that i did and we had the goodyear blimp fly over oh cool universal studios while everybody was at courthouse square it was crazy um but no matter how many times i asked they're like yeah we, we're not going to make those tires you know,
1: I heard a story that that if there's like a, if there's a petition going around and Coker might make them or something, if enough people request them.
3: John is really good friends with with Corey Coker. Yeah, the whatever. Coker guy. Yeah, our yeah. friend
1: does these uh, these these Bugatti uh, exact recreate. I mean, spectacular, multiple hundreds of of dollars, yeah. and they have the the reproduction. You know, new rubber compounds, but they look like the old tires. And wow, super cool stuff.
2: That would be cool.
1: Yeah. But they're not; it, they don't look like the kind of tires you actually want to drive around uh, to, on. To
3: get the, the thing across, I think a modern good tire, which is white lettering, would get you a B.
1: Yeah, it's actually pretty hard to find any tires for a DeLorean. That yeah. front size is like almost impossible. Yeah. I've got. I have Fusion tires, which is just yeah. ghetto shit, but they're pretty much the only tires that yeah. you can get. Yeah, is that what you great. got? What you had too? I
2: didn't have those, but you know, like whatever I had don't exist anymore. Yeah. Either. What is the
1: size on it? The front is a 195-55-14, and the rear is a 255-65-15. That's a, a lot of It's sidewalk. a funky-ass stagger. Yeah. And they, DeLorean makes a 16- and 17-inch wheel that are the same design that at first I was like, ooh, and then i saw them on a car and i was like nope it's that, yeah. that does not look right nope. it seemed like such a good idea exactly until you about. see them on a car and you yeah. go that looks awful yeah, and it it just doesn't work at all um what else we uh it's I had some, like a wagon it it just yeah. it looks really weird and it's too bad because it seemed like such a good idea yeah, it's like
2: no brainer oh
1: yeah shit bad. yeah um you know what a uh, Man, what did I want to ask you now? Where are some
3: secrets of the DeLorean that we may not know?
2: Oh, see, I don't know what you know. Um, Well, like some of the the good Just assume not
1: much. Just assume not much. You could pretty much pull out the greatest hits on this one. Secrets of
2: the DeLorean. Wow. I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. Where's the
5: secret compartment for the pancake batter? (laughs) I don't suppose you installed a line lock in the car so
1: it could do a burnout like in the first movie.
2: No. Um... I mean, not in the A car, you know. I mean, we. I oh, was there. Was I've that? not done that in any car. Oh, okay. But for the A car, I mean, we knew it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, Universal, you know, didn't even want me to put the the neon under the flux band, so. Um, for a
1: sa- for safety reasons or for? Yeah,
2: they just, they didn't, you know, they thought it was a fire hazard. And there's, there's weird regulations for theme parks, like where the Peterson won't have those regulations. Uh-huh. You know, those cars run. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and you see them driving around in the museum. It's like, wow, you know? Yeah. But in the theme park, which is weird, too, because they used to actually drive, like a Doc Brown impersonator used to drive the A car around the theme park. Really? Yeah. Back in the day, he would out and oh, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, and people would just come up and glom on it and take parts and that's fucking if crazy. something broke off you're like, whoop. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. I wonder how many fingers. people have
1: original parts sitting in you know their what? house somewhere. What's
2: worse than that is like how many people took this thing home and then their mom was like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> threw it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just gone forever. Yeah. Um there's there was kind of like a, a dichotomy between, you know, people who took things whether it was ultimately good that they did so that we could get those things back. Did you get parts yeah, back that totally. people
1: how do you find someone who took a part off a theme park? There's sculpture? two ways.
2: One, they talk. <laughs> yeah.
1: The internet never forgets. Yeah,
2: they talk and and it's pretty easy to to figure it out. So there were
1: people out there that were like bragging. Yeah. Like I have the
3: original Absolutely. whatever. Wormhole yeah. generator. Yeah.
2: And those people were easy to track down. Yeah. And then um, there were uh, there were others that, you know, we went to Bob Gale, and we said, look, you know, we know people out there have things, and a lot of them are so rare, you know, and, like, we don't have them to put back on the A-card, even, like, a replacement for yeah. it. We don't have it. So we have to get one, find one, make one, whatever. Um, why don't we just ask everybody to return it you know and like, yeah. well, why would they do that why wouldn't they yeah like, they're fans like, they took it. it's like a it's the only time it's ever happened it's the only time it's ever gonna happen it was a perfect storm and uh and bob Gale wrote a letter to the fans and we put it up on the facebook page uh-huh. and I already shared it and then we started getting people started yeah. returning stuff yeah one that's by one, crazy people were like you know when i was little i i took this part off, or my dad <laughs> took this part off, or my brother took yeah. this part off, and I still have it. Do you want it? So you got a bunch of stuff. Yeah.
1: That's super cool. Yes. That's good that
2: people... Some really rare stuff. Well, it's
1: good really that, like, rare. the people... I mean, I, look, if you, it's not like going to the auto show where people steal shift knobs. You know what I mean? Like, I guess... I'll, I mm-hmm. mean, I, it's not cool that they stole stuff, right. but, like, they're fans. Like, they, yeah. they, they wanted that connection... They took it, and, like, at least they're willing to give it back when someone asked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a fistful of Beatles hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it back. They they, uh, they probably assumed that nobody would miss it since it was already kind of in a state well, and of that's disrepair. The is
2: once the car started looking ghetto, yeah. then more and more people... You know, and there were well, people out there that, were, that would post really shitty, idiotic things online like... Uh, The A-car's looking like crap. You know, you better get a piece of it while you can. Oh, really? And they would rally. All the scumbags would come out. And, uh, yeah, that happened. So, I can't believe people. Someone's like, let's all steal a piece from the thing
3: and we'll put it back together.
2: Well, people, you know, people think I'm a hypocrite because uh, earlier than the restoration, you know, we had like a DeLorean time machine builders club. And we were absolutely obsessed with nailing all the stuff. And, and we took plenty of parts off the time machine. Right. But we put them back. We took them off. Took them, measured them, measured copied photographed them. them, found serial numbers. Oh really? Yeah. In many cases, you know, we were like, you know, unscrewed it and flipped it over and we were like,
4: Oh, Oh,
2: you know and you Just put it right back and then go went and found it. Yeah. Not right back, but we put it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was always, you know, there was always a lot of time machine nerd warfare going I'm, on back <laughs> in the day. The, ner-
1: How- the nerdiest war that ever was. Yeah.
3: How many time machines do you think are actually built
2: in know. this world? I don't know. I remember. I remember 25, right? Oh, there's got to be more than that. There's more than that now because, I, I mean, there's, like, there's three, basically three guys out there that will just build one for anybody, anytime. That Video Bob guy? Yeah, that's one of them. Danny will do it. Danny, I forgot about Danny. So four. Yeah. So four guys, and um, now I can't remember my point. It was uh, uh, how many maybe. are out there? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, each of those guys have done twenty or thirty, so For it sure. can't be less than a hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's a lot. But I do remember when it was, you know, one hand. You know what I mean? Where it yeah, was like yeah, like yeah. There are Six. Yeah. Now, you know, I have six fingers on my hand. Is there like
1: a registry for them? A uh, the time machine registry?
2: It's it's um, it's um funny because we tried to do that, um, but there's so much competition in the DeLorean time machine <laughs> rental world. Oh, yeah. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were like, you know, fuck you. I don't want to be on your stupid list yeah, because yeah. you'll take the gigs from me. You know, it was horrible. It was just like it was trying to find the missing parts while everybody's trying to build their DeLorean time machine. So right. The de- the supply is super low. The demand is super high. And a lot of times there was parts that were artificially, um, you know, inflated like the, they weren't really that rare. Right. But everybody was freaking out. So they got six each. Oh, no, no, they're hoarding them. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, now they're sitting on them. And not just, even putting them... Just waiting
1: for the next guy to need one, and then it's on eBay for $5,000, exactly. whatever it is.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's part of the problem.
1: It's like left front fenders.
3: Delorean oh, left front some, fenders. I got some
5: Eagle GT tires I need to put on eBay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They've <laughs> been I'm sitting in my dude. house.
3: You haven't seen them? Like I got a dozen of them. <laughs> yeah, Down in the
2: basement with the prosciutto.
1: How many, uh, how many miles are on that car? <laughs> you know
2: what I do have at my house, though? Huh. I have the real front tire.
1: One real front, oh, that that was on the car just yeah. as it sat. Yeah, does it just look like awful?
2: It's it's not nearly as good as what's on there. You know, right. did it, it have, was still... it holding air
1: still though when you found uh,
2: it? Sort of. I mean, they were flat. Yeah, yeah. They held air, but they had tubes inside. So,
1: oh, is that a, That's a tube tire. Isn't it's that? not,
2: but they did it that way, like just to backup. Oh, okay. And we yeah, did yeah. that too for the A car now. You know, because they're. It's going to just kind of, oh, it's just going to sit, too, yeah.
1: And so, those tires are old as hell. Yeah. Have
2: you knows?
0: ever thought of maybe taking a mold of those tires so that if you need to,
2: well, I have the tire, so yeah,
3: good to go.
1: That's cool. Does there? Did you get to keep anything else that was not necessarily salvageable, things. but a neat piece to things. have?
2: Well, I actually, um, actually, boxes of stuff. Right, and that sounds terrible, but it's like crappy wire with yeah. the, the sleeving breaking off. It we couldn't put some of that stuff back. It would just look bad.
1: You yeah. Know? You had you must have redone all the wires. Right? Um, Basically,
2: yeah, I think they're all Yeah. I don't think there's any original wires. But I mean, but, but that's just wire, but, whatever. Look, I, we didn't go to Radio Shack and buy wire either, you know. It was very specific stuff and again, incredibly rare and incredibly expensive. We actually hired a wire company to re-dye wire because they didn't make that color anymore oh really Oh no shit yeah so i mean all of this is in the and you asked me if i wanted to pimp something i would like to pimp again if i did i can't remember. No, the, the, the um, documentary the, the documentary
1: what's the release for that is it gonna be theatrical I, or online
2: uh it's gonna be like on blu-ray okay and online so i'm not 100 sure it's not theatrical but um the uh i don't know hmm. what that <laughs> I found two matches.
5: Uh-oh. I think I know.
1: I, you I think uh, your phone is fucking up removable. there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome oh. to Google. We're always listening. I don't know what that was about. I want you sure to call people. I don't
1: remember uh, saying El Documentary, uh, online release, Blu-ray release. Yeah. etc. Yes, all of those. When, what's the release date? Uh, I can't remember.
2: Again, there's, there's kind of like some up in the air. They're, they're talking about doing some kind of an early release for the Philadelphia Comic-Con. Oh okay. Um but that would just be like an exclusive thing. Um they may or may not. I think Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson are gonna be there, so it's kind of a, a big, it, I like I I mean I I like <laughs>
1: that uh that other companies are kind of like on like I like that Nike made the power lace shoes. Like that's fucking awesome.
2: We worked on the commercial for that. Oh really? Have you
1: tried a pair on?
2: Uh, no, you know what? Like, I love Back to the Future, but I'm not, like, a dress-up guy. (laughs) I just don't I I know what you mean. mean, This shirt is from Back to the Future. Is it? Yeah, well, now, because we made them for our 30th anniversary. But this is an officially licensed shirt.
1: It's a U.S. Air, uh, it's a U.S. Airlines shirt to surf Vietnam. Yeah,
2: this was a billboard. Like, we like the highbrow shirts. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what that's from. It's a billboard that Doc and Marty are standing in front of. When, like he's yelling at him about buying the almanac. Oh, okay. Oh, right.
3: Rem- yeah.
1: Okay. So, so it's like it's a layer. There's a layer of. It's yeah. not a Back to the Future shirt. It's right. like a layer of. You've got to have some deep knowledge. Yeah. To pick you sell them. those shirts?
2: We did during the. Oh man. During the I gotta get one of those. I'm about that. I yeah, gotta get pretty, one of those shirts. got another one that says. Um, Jaws 19. Like, no. Well, we did that one too, but that's not quite as highbrow. I agree. We did, the one where it's like halfway between uh, pleasure palace and auto detailing oh okay it's yeah like halfway, yeah so like you can't read it but you know what it says uh uh-huh.
1: where like it's the mid mid transforming yeah, that's just what it is yeah.
2: you know, on the shirt and we had to get approval for all the designs you know by bob gale and so he must have been pretty cool He's with like, it wow that's so high yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like nobody's going to get it it's perfect yeah that's a
5: that is the perfect shirt clever yeah Get a shirt that just has a quarter on it.
1: Like, only we know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that lexicon book right. is ridiculous. You also, we also
3: get
2: a, an almanac.
1: They yeah, sell we'll that. Just keep it in they, the car. No, they sell that somewhere, don't they? Well, there's... a the Grey Sports
2: Almanac. I mean, people sell replicas. Yeah. A lot of the original ones have been sold at auction. One of them was just sold at the, at the screen-used auction at our 30th anniversary event. This thing's like a octopus has many many yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but then there's my friend rob klein who wrote the um the almanac but it's uh it's basically a all back to the future memorabilia that's ever been released like whether it's shirts or posters Uh or theme park stuff it's all in this book like a guide memorabilia guide but it's called the almanac of back to the future memorabilia
1: Dude, these people are really obsessed
2: it's officially licensed book oh it's cool like, it's a pretty great Legit.
1: book oh was that was he selling it at the thing was that the no, was that, that th- book that or was, was that
2: that was the other back to the future book uh michael uh Klasterin's book uh, the ultimate visual guide of back to the future that's an amazing oh
1: movie. no that one I have yeah I ordered that one online too it's has it's got like you know a, co- a like copy of like the letter in it and like all the prom picture or the dance pictures it's like yeah. there's a there's some really yeah really deep
3: and and that's obscure fun. stuff in there it's fun that the movie is this deep like uh Fucking Twilight is not this deep. Well, it's, like the, it's the like the car. Like,
1: like it, whatever angle you look at it from, it makes sense. The attention, <laughs> whether you're far back or close up examining it, you know, it makes logical sense.
2: One of the things that we got to do during the restoration was go through the archives, the, the image archives, which is also like when they like during the same time period that they gave us the, the audio files. Oh,
1: yeah, to you. Because the, the, the sound effects in the car, you, you tell, yeah, that. I don't they, need to tell that.
2: Yeah, they weren't, like, we didn't rip them off of a, a Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually got the original sure audio it. files from the film and with the separated channels and everything. So, it's like, awesome. you can listen to this, and the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, I had no idea. You know, it's so vast. The, yeah. The uh, people walking and the crickets and crabs. Well, did you have all-, all the
0: old cartridges and everything from the... Was, the, it on, was it on No, tapes? no, they
2: gave it to us digitally. So, okay. You know, That's I don't awesome. know how it was when they had it, but I have it on my computer. <laughs> you
1: know? Can you make a Back to the Future soundboard?
2: Badass. That would be cool. Fucking badass. It would be. And then you prank call people, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, Bob Gale was talking about that, too, about the sound effects, and he's like, yeah. George McFly's shoes.
2: Yeah, or, totally.
1: Yeah, with the squeaking, he sh- his, sh- his shoes squeak. In the 50s, which is Chris like a lover's malcontent. Did you listen to Crispin Glover? You listen to Marin. Did you listen to Crispin Glover on Mark Marin's podcast? It was a while ago, wasn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, it was a while yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I just listened to it recently. He's, he's A, he seems like a f- weird guy. But uh, yeah. he was cut out of two, Back to the Future 3. He's not in, but his character mm-hmm. is in, Right. and they had someone else play him, and they got around it by hanging him upside yeah, yeah. down. Or I'm sorry, I said three, I meant two. Mm-hmm. He's hanging upside down, and whoever does him does a pretty convincing job, and I didn't notice until years later that it wasn't actually him. But he was in another movie, and I can't remember what it was, but he got cut out of the second one, and they had made a mold of his face because they he had a mask on, in some movie, and they took this mold of his face and they put it on somebody else to try and pass off a completely different actor as him.
2: Wow! So this Whoa. happened to
1: Crispin Glover twice, and he sued whatever the the, the production company, and he won mm-hmm. because the rights the rights to his face <laughs> were infringed. Wow, on Wow, that's weird. Yeah, that's poor his, bastard.
5: That's what he gets paid for.
1: Yeah. Uh, he seems like a pretty strange guy, but uh, she watches a good his, um, actor.
5: Watch his Letterman appearance from,
1: like, 92. Is it really yeah. bizarre? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to
0: put him and What was the guy from fucking Last of the Mohicans and played Lincoln and all that? What was it?
1: Daniel Day-Lewis? Put him
0: and Daniel Day-Lewis in a room and just see who can get weirder faster. Yeah. Cage fight. Yeah.
3: Moderated by
2: Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> yes. Just footsie the whole time.
2: Yeah, or you go way back and watch Reuben and Ed, if you haven't seen that. What's Reuben right? and Ed? It's a Crispin Glover movie. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, he spent the whole movie trying to find a place to bury his cat. It's crazy, (laughs) I'm telling you. How old is is the movie? Uh, It's got to be like early 90s. Did
1: he he make it or was he just an actor in it?
2: I think he was an actor. Okay. He he was in it with um, the guy that was from WKRP in Cincinnati, the... I don't know. No? No, sorry. Never Too listened old. to Cincinnati radio. <laughs> no, it's a TV show. Oh, yeah, oh, WK. sorry. Anyway, Johnny... Fever,
0: yeah, the guy that was on Head of Class. Sec. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah.
2: Right? I'm the older one. I'm, in the, gl- I'm yeah, glad you, you know weird. this one. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Okay. It's a very obscure very 80s old now, reference. Yeah. Sorry, because man. To me, that's like not obscure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and he has like, I don't know, like 12-inch soles on his shoes. It's, it's. I'm telling you, really it's the strange. weirdest movie you've ever seen. Ruben and Ed. Yeah. It's, All right, like, I got to find that one. He's one of those
0: crazy. weird, like time traveler people where you can never place how old he is. Yeah. He's yeah. looked the same for mm-hmm. like 25 years.
1: True. He was yeah. pretty young in Back to the Future. I think he was 20 or something or twenty twenty two. He was pretty young when he yeah. did that character. I think. I think. Fucking wasn't Michael J. Fox older than him? And <laughs> he played. <laughs> he played yeah, his probably. father, <laughs> which is which is weird as hell.
2: Yeah. That's the kind of trivia I'm not that strong on. But.
1: That's okay. You're good on. The, you're good with the car. Yeah, you're good with the car. That's it. That's the most important. It, it was
2: my density. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do we have any uh, anything interesting on Facebook? We asked our uh, our people. Someone asked me about modifying DeLoreans and and making them go faster. Here's the problem with modifying DeLoreans. Mm-hmm. The problem isn't the lack of power. The problem is the lack of brakes mm-hmm. and the lack of chassis. Right. <laughs> it has <laughs> neither of those things. And so my car has the 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 stage two kit. On it, which is the heads, the yeah. cams, the exhaust, basic shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like 200 horsepower instead of 130, and it makes it. It sounds nice, actually. Yeah. It sounds a lot more like the movie car yeah. when you do that. It's got a cool little idle to it, but like people ask about like do, V8 swaps and all, like you do not want to do that. Your car will drive. Have you driven a car with a motor swap in it? Yeah, it drives like dog shit, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, they're a mess. Yeah. I wonder
0: so. Obviously, it looks like they're going to start doing continuation cars. Do you think they're going to do anything chassis-wise or anything to kind of make it a little better?
1: They are. They are, They've, okay. they've talked about doing reinforced chassis. They've So the, the DeLorean is a Y-frame chassis yeah. that is the same as a Lotus Esprit. It is the most unsafe thing ever. It's exactly the same yeah. as an S1 Lotus Esprit. Yeah. Then they then put this fiberglass sort of, th- th- what do you call it Body even? Shot. It's not a... Bucket. A, yeah, a bu- yeah bucket. I guess, yeah, bucket over it. And then the stainless steel goes on top of that. Yeah. Um, so they're not very heavy. They're only twenty right, the seven hundred pounds. Stainless steel goes onto
2: the fiber onto the it fiberglass. Seems so dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? it's
4: really.
1: You ever see the crash test videos from yeah. the eighties? Oh,
2: I, that was that was almost what did it for me. You know, like I saw that and I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, me too. You know, me too. Is, Sketchy, Yeah. Not a <laughs> safe car I'm at all. Highway, I'm like, I don't know, man. Dude, they you know? crash
1: test this bitch. The doors fly open. Man, the it was thing like, just collapses. The worst
2: part about it, it was like six mile an hour crash. It was really, like, really bad. Dude. Yeah. So, so
1: the they'll new address one, that. Yeah. Well, they're, what they're talking about is laser scanning the fiberglass bit and remaking it in carbon. The that whole, is, so which, so would fundamentally make a carbon tub. It'd be a singer. And then they're using a uh, higher strength steel in the frame. Yeah, I
0: mean, if you had a carbon monocoque basically for the entire cockpit. Uh, that's,
1: I mean, what, that's what Danny was talking about them doing. Like, be we'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anyone.
2: I don't know who's going to pay for that. I don't know I
1: what heard the point that is. They, they
2: were only going to make like 50 cars. Yeah, that's so, it. So, you know what I mean? It's like kind of.
1: They only have a, a certain number of parts that
0: they but can it's use.
2: it's, like, huge. Expensive thing to do, for yeah. fifty cars.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on. They may say they're going to do fifty, but then they go, "Well, these
2: sold quickly." Well, I, and I've,
1: I heard the the price point was going to be pretty stratospheric yeah, it's as well, hundred grand or something. I think that's a low estimate.
2: The problem is, you know, you can still like, yeah, it might not be super easy, but you can still buy a DeLorean and then you know drop forty k into fixing it up. And yeah. You have a really nice car. Yeah,
1: my my car is Ace. Yeah. Is, is, it drives nice. Everything yeah. works. And you know I'm into it for like 45 grand, which is high. Yeah. But like everything works. And I turn the key and it starts. And I drive it. I have no issues at all. Yeah. It just it doesn't have very good brakes. Right. It doesn't have a very good chassis. And there is nothing you can do about either of those right. things. Someone in the UK makes a, a bigger brake kit. And I asked Danny about it and he goes, Yeah, it's not that good. It doesn't matter. Don't wait it's like five grand and it's like you have fourteen inch wheels, you you can't do anything. Like just let it kinda be what it is or build a fucking time machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's
3: going
2: slow in and looking cool. That's it. (laughs) Well I know, people are always like, Don't you feel bad? and I'm like, Look, I'm the wrong person to ask. (laughs) Because I don't believe that DeLoreans existed for any other purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Sent here my yeah. Without above. without
1: Back to the Future, a DeLorean could have easily been a Bricklin.
2: Yeah, people are like, oh, how can you drill through that you know quarter that front quarter panel? And I'm like, like this, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean Sorry. the car. It has I, to it's it's.
1: I enjoy my car very much, and I and I I, I think it's worth saving this one yeah but like you find a cheap one that someone has left you know by the wayside and you turn it into something better eh, fuck it yeah. who cares it's not it's not
2: sacred no it was it was for fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. period and you as know? you
0: can attest the build quality on those cars to begin with wasn't the greatest so it's not like
2: yeah the tolerance is like the tolerance is horrible car to car, it's like how far away can it be installed?
1: Well, dude, on mine, lot. on mine, the uh, the 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 vent on the door where it meets the vent on the dash yeah. for the it meets is a stretch because right. there's a solid centimeter gap. Right. And and I go, it gets close to I the go, dash. I go, Danny, can you can you? And he goes, No,
4: I can't <laughs> do I
1: can't do fucking anything. Yeah. He goes, I could try. I go in the warehouse and try ten different door panels, and they'll fit ten different ways, yeah. like. Those cars were built so fucking weird. Well,
0: and they didn't even have the same parts from car to car. They used whatever supplier yeah. they had that week. Well,
1: my my car is an 83, and I have, and I know it's original. It's not been changed, but I have the air conditioning controller from an 81 because wow. it, it was just sitting next to the guy's fucking station that day or something. <laughs> Look, man, it's does really it blow
5: cold on. air? Does it turn <laughs> on? God, my, my head hurts so fucking much. I just, last night was a time, I tell you what. Uh,
1: when you were talking about the, the having companies dyeing the wire, like yeah. what other what other like insane lengths did you go to for what okay. what for, to to the viewer's
2: eye looks like a basic piece. Yeah, no no problem. I got a million of these stories. Uh for example, on the passenger side, I don't know what this window is called on a car. Rear quarter window? Yeah. Yeah. Pontoon window, whatever. Yeah. Um
1: it's a bitch to clean.
2: Yeah. There are yeah, well, unless there's no window. Yeah, then but it's then easy. Then it's easy. Yeah. As they should all be. <laughs> <laughs> so um, on that pontoon, there's uh, three green tubes. And that, that was the technical term uh, before we figured out what they before. bought. What are they supposed to do? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of big... Words yeah, involved. Yeah. Um, but I know, like, now I'm having flashbacks of him saying tippler tubes. I don't know what tippler tubes are, but I think they're important. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's these three green tubes, and that's what we used to call them the green tubes, right? And people made them out of chair legs, and one guy made them out of uh, like a double ended candle. Okay. Which
1: is great until it's hot out. Right. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Well,
2: it's right next to an engine. So, uh, it took a long time to to figure out what they were. And, um, I actually found in an old surplus store, uh, the exact same thing, only tiny. Okay. But it was shaped exactly the same. It was identical, but it was tiny. And I was like, "Uh, there's one for every size. And I was like, I'm going to put this on a big wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz it was in scale with a big wheel. Yeah. Anyway. Um so but you know we we tried to identify all the marks. There was like all these manufacturer marks on it. And you can look them up, you know, thanks to the internet now. And uh one of the marks you know escaped us. We couldn't figure it out. And then one day um I was like, what if it's not a like a manufacturing mark. What if that's the logo from the company? And then so we did a logo search and it turned out to be um a company uh, uh, like a military aircraft company. And we reached out to them and said, you know, these are the specs. Like we had to provide them the exact measurements of the of the ones you wanted to, too. Yeah. yeah. So which was kind of hard because there were none. <laughs> right? <laughs> so we did tons and tons of uh, work on it until we had pretty much, we were like, okay, this is the this is as close yeah. as we're going to get. And just a shot in the dark, they took the measurements and they put them in and they were like, oh, yeah, there it is. So the good news was we were totally right yeah. about our... Dimensions off of photos and the movie and crap, which is not easy to do. Yeah. And also that they were the company that manufactured them originally. And we said, can you make us some now? And they were like, no, because they're classified, hmm. right? Military classified. They're from a, a F 16 or something. Really? Right? Yeah. And they look, they
1: look like some, something
2: aviation related. They're, they're control rods. So like when you, I don't know, whatever, you hit the gas in, a, in an airplane yeah. and the wing flaps move. It's the bits in between. Really? It, yeah. It's kind of crazy. That's crazy. So, um, but we were like, we really need you to make them anyway. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like For like a time machine? Yeah. And unfortunately, like in, you know, post 9-11... You, you really don't realize You can't the, just buy
1: military shit right, the, the Well, they'll classify
0: the most bullshit stuff Like this bolt made for this yeah. plane mm-hmm. Because it's six and three quarter inches long mm-hmm. It's classified So what, what do you
5: need this for? With, it's for a time machine restora- <laughs> restoration? Sure it is Yeah, right
2: Oh, yeah Yeah, we did that, too yeah. um, <laughs> So it's an Area 51 right now So you're, you can come in Right <laughs> Is okay. that the code right. shit? Right. Oh, yes, enter What? What? I'm inside. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> um, so um, what we noticed, though, was, and one of the, the reasons they were so hard to figure out what they were, is the production had cut the ends off them. Oh. Right? So they're actually supposed to be.
1: They have, like, little loops at the end or some something like that?
2: They, well, they go down, and there's, like, these bits that screw in, and they connect to some other things, and it's all, you know, whatever. But they cut them off and they just put like a blue nut in there because uh-huh. it looked cooler and they were supposed to be something else. Right. Anyway, then that, then they weren't supposed to be control arms. You know, they're supposed to be Tipler tubes. <laughs> and um, he was like, well, if if we cut that end off for you, then the dimensions change. It becomes, and it's a new part. It becomes declassified. Huh. We were like, we'll have those, please. Yes. <laughs> the pre-cut ones. That's so, awesome. That so we're willing to do that. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Oh, and they they were excited about the project too, you know, when we told them what it was for and everything. They, they Did they
1: when you told them what it was for, did they did anyone go, "Oh, those were the ones used on the or is it just like really no. used our they used our tubes on the car?"
2: Yeah, they didn't know, oh. you know, until we showed them pictures and they were like, "Some bitch, you know." <laughs> <laughs> but the um the there was uh, a lady that worked there. That And her job was to stamp the date on the tubes, uh-huh. and she worked there back then, right? And so she actually stamped a fake date, awesome, Oh, cool. for us, you know, so that they were like... So it actually re- matched down to the date yeah. that no
1: one ever outside of you and four people will notice. Right. Or well, now one hundred fifty thousand people now one hundred fifty thousand more people tubes. are yeah. going to go look seen at that.
2: A lot of people, you know, zooming right up on that. Really? Yeah. Because the is the, it like a barcode looking thing? The par, It's a part number. Uh huh. But the part number is totally accurate. I mean, it is the real part. That's so cool. What else? That's a good. That's an awesome story. Same right. same keep, lady still right?
3: stamping. I keep hearing these yeah. stories about all these parts on this car. I'm like, I can't imagine of all the random ass sources this shit came from. You know right? what I think,
5: like in it, this it theory based on nothing, but like so my dad's friend, Jake, who's like the guy that helped us build the Cobra. He's like a master craftsman. He's got a lot of random shit that in the seventies and eighties, like, you know, you go to the junkyard to pick up an engine block and you're like, Oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll use that for something. I, you know, he's one of those people that like, um, Jack deck customs, they just yeah. see things that might work for something later. I bet a, you know the That's theater sad. person way back then totally. just had a bunch Instead of a bunch in the of 70s. random crap laying
0: around. Sure. And I used to have well. a I used to have a barn when I you know was living in New England, and it just had random shit from projects all over the years. So it's just like anytime you needed something, you just go poke around out there and go, "Yeah, I think that'll work."
5: Especially someone like that creative, they'll go to a, an airplane junkyard for one thing and then get oh, this would be cool to it have. Happens to me all the time. Yeah. I have,
2: in my backyard, I have tubs and tubs of aircraft parts that are just awesome. You know, and then I'm like, I should really get rid of those. I'm never going to build like an airplane, you
1: know. <laughs> but you might be building a spaceship yeah, at some point know. or you know, something. I just that... can't
2: get rid of it because I pick it up and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. Know what the hell this is. One <laughs> of my favorite
1: places is that airplane graveyard in Mojave. Yeah, I, it's, it's the best. And yeah. they we've gotten to poke around there before, and I found something there that I really wanted. I found a an engine cowling from a 707 that said Funbird on it nice. and it was from the aloha airlines Funbird, which was a plane they operated from la to hawaii that was like a party plane wow and this was the one and i i, I was there with like a little car and i couldn't fit right. it in the car And i was like i'll be back in like two weeks and i went and i the guy sold it oh. and i couldn't get i was so bummed but like that place was so full of cool shit from like fan blades and like gas masks and the seats yeah. and like, I mean, just there's so much shit out there.
5: There's something to the precision that you can just, you look at an airplane part and you immediately can just tell. It's well, they're dense, yeah. it's built it's to cut. be
0: used for 40 years. Straight. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. like that kind of switch gear, using it for like dash panels and stuff. It's so
1: fucking cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Before we, uh, before right, we wrap go. this up, I want to know that you
3: another one unless you get unless that has. I have a question. What was the name of the you you said the electronic store in Sunland? Where, what was the name of that place? Apex?
2: Oh, yeah, Apex okay. Electronics. Is um, it just a whole
3: bunch of weird mill stuff. If you haven't been
2: there, that place is sick. It's awesome. It's we like, should go check it out. It's a gigantic warehouse, and then they have a yard. Ooh. And there's like missiles and helicopter parts and awesome. cockpits and shit. And that's also that Sun amazing. Valley's next
5: to a lot of other pickup pick parts, right? I was just talking about this yeah. yesterday. But yeah. There's like Nissan and old cars, and Good it's sure. just that. We should go check that, that out. That we sounds great.
2: Go. The big ones, um, I mean, there's no more time machine parts there. You know? I mean you can find <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really like yeah. if you walk in and be like, uh, hey, do you have any time machine parts? They'll be like, nah, Joe Walzer's been here. <laughs> 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 it's here it's like, we had a team that uh, and when you go in this place it's it's like it's like where they put the arc, only way dirtier and you know, like <laughs> things that, yeah that, that can kill you. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I know there's a website out there that was like 30 ways to die at Apex. <laughs> <laughs> really? yeah. Yeah. And they're all wow. true. Like you're, I'm like, yeah, I've seen that stuff. You know, you have like, to get a tetanus like, shot before going in there? You're scooching things apart, and there's like a bottle of cyanide. <laughs> and there's like radiation, and you're like, <laughs> <sighs> and then you just keep digging. We need to go over to Sunland.
1: We need to fucking start digging through this shit. No, yeah. it's a cool place. Um is it more do does anyone actually go there for electronics or is it all art directors no, and prop people? Well,
2: yeah, there's there's a lot of that, but there are people, you know, I'm always amazed cuz like I'm used to all the people that are like here's what I'm trying to build this robot, you know, or whatever. But then while I'm there, there's people that are like all into like whatever components. They have components that blow your mind like that's where all the Ghostbuster Ecto-1 guys Uh shop for their car components and they have tons of stuff
0: so it's surplus military gear fanboys and then people actually working
2: yeah okay awesome Um, there's another place too called Norton Norton Sales uh, and it's over in that same area and a lot of the time machine stuff came from there too and they have like crazy shit there they have like rows and rows and rows of like Aircraft hoses, stainless steel braided stuff, just like mega.
1: I think my favorite Back to the Future prop, next to the car, is the fucking the connector. Doc Brown's connector when he like slides off the clock tower. That it just seemed something about the connection of that piece.
2: My so wonderful son just asked me like last week um, about that connector because I have one. It's going to ask me about the Chupacabra again? <laughs> I don't know what that was about.
1: Why did your son want one, just as a thing? No, up? I had
2: it out, right? I just yeah. had it sitting there. And, and he was like, he goes, this is the thing that Doc Brown put together. And I yeah. go, yeah. And he goes, do you think people realize that it's also what's on the time machine?
1: It's right here, isn't yeah. it? It's the and same I thing.
2: Like, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, but which part is it? It's right here. It's where the, the thing that wraps around the front oh. bumper connects. This plug right here that yeah. is on top of that box, that's the, the male, very front driver side of the mole Richardson. It's on both plug. sides. Oh, yeah. it's a oh, mole I'm, Richardson okay. flat paddle
3: plug. Yeah.
4: Oh, right? so,
3: so those are, you can get those. Yeah, there's. A can you
5: light, still just big, buy those things for big lighting? Right. No, yeah. I mean you, you can. bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um,
2: you can buy them like there were, that particular model was kind of like a fire hazard, so they they just sold them in Mexico. Oh. And um,
0: <laughs> these people don't mind burning to death.
2: <laughs> so um, you can still get them, but, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's it's better, like, when you find a studio that dumped them all because they yeah. want to use them. Oh, is that they, they just they, use them
1: for the big lighting? Is that it? Yeah. Is that, it's just a movie. Lighting. It's just yeah. stage lighting plug. Yeah, oh, that's
2: all. Because they would do yeah. the air gap,
3: right? Because it was like the two, then the one, and then. They could, like, work out and have a
2: gap for sparking
4: and right. stuff. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, the Damons have a lot of them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Man. fucking awesome. So, I love of
2: those. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's mm. a lot of different models. This one particular model for the car is a little bit scarce uh, these days. Cool. But it's the same piece. You know, like the one that falls and hooks on his leg while yeah. he's hanging from the clock. It's just a Mole Richardson plug. And they got a lot of their art department inspiration from movie lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. Industrial grade
1: cables and stuff like that.
2: I was uh I was in a, a stage on a studio stage and uh I looked over and there was a Mole Richardson light. Um and I was like that thing is exactly the same shape exactly as the nuclear reactor base from the time machine. Uh-huh. Same size, same details, same everything, and uh, so immediately, I called Michael Chaffee, and I was like, "Is that what you used? Was that the inspiration?" And he was like, "Totally could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell Thanks you, you the but probably." Answer yeah, is, it, is,
1: that what, is that what the part is uh-uh. when you went? Uh, it's just
2: it, it's just the exact same shape and size. Oh, okay. but then they made their own. Oh, out all right, of just sheet aluminum. But, I mean, I'm telling you, when you put them side by side, you're like, there's no no doubt. And besides, I mean, that's where they were working.
1: Yeah, so they had them around. You know, they and were like,
2: you know, I'm sure somebody was like, you know, it's got to have like a little nuclear reactor. You know, something like that. Yeah. And, well, just that. <laughs> yeah, why, why yeah I mean, the audience the audience it. isn't
1: seeing those lights. So it's not like right. the audience has a frame yeah, of the reference or the plug or any right. of that shit.
2: It's just, you know, high voltage, man.
1: Yeah. That's to, there's, so many is, details. there's a it's a oh. deep, dark wormhole to go down believe me i mean i'm so. not
5: uh, like I'm not into it, but I really genuinely appreciate the fact that every part of the car in the movie was thought out with mm-hmm. with, with reality, thought out, with with reality like, in mind. if this is yeah. the world we're in, what else you know how does it work but I, I think I that's genuinely
2: rad. think that's why so many people care about it because if it just like you know had a shark fin on top, it would be like whatever it would yeah. be you yeah know, it would be just like the phone booth and the Bill and Ted phone booth. Yeah, everything else. I mean, it's cool, but you know, I don't have to have
1: one. Right. It's it. People, people go fucking nuts for these things. They yeah. really, really do. I yeah. mean, give us one. Give us if you can think of one more before we uh, before we send you off.
2: Uh, let's see. Well, I, I did. I built the hood box. That was a for the a three journey the three car. Yeah, like I. That was something I, I never was really interested in building, but. I have, like, a a soft spot for my team, you know? So, uh-huh. like, whenever anybody's, like, you know, I think, I think maybe I'm going to try and build a hood box. I'm like, ah, oh, fine, you twisted my arm. I'll help <laughs> you. <laughs> What's up? So, you know, and then basically what I, I said going in was I'll help you, but I don't want to build one. And then I went to Apex, and, like, in six hours – I came home with a car load of all <laughs> the exact right shit to build one. <laughs> also, I, just based like, on
1: based on just pictures and stuff.
2: A lot of pictures, you know what I mean? Like um, a lot of pictures and a lot of reference, and and we tracked down the original hood box, which was hanging upside down at Planet Hollywood in Honolulu. <laughs> um, you know, and we sent a guy with a really good camera and yeah. like you know, and got like part numbers and you know, zoomed way way in. Um, But I didn't realize I was going to find so much of the right shit the first day. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, I have so much. I, I sh- got to do it. it.
1: Was that actually, of all this shit, was that one of the easier things no, to do? No, there's nothing easy.
3: <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, I mean,
2: you know what I mean? It's like every single piece is rare and hard and obscure and... You know, and that's why I was joking with Michael Chaffee, and I was like, "Nothing from Home Depot. <laughs> just one thing that I can Nothing. just go and buy and go home and be done. Nothing. No. It's all a rabbit hole.
1: That's crazy. You know, it's so the car. I mean, the car looks so good, though. Like Thank it you, really. Dude. Are you happy to be done with it, or or do you kind yeah, of no, no? Do I mean, you have like postpartum? Once you're done, you're
2: like, uh, now, now what do I do? Just recovery partum. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I didn't want to do anything for a while. That was really hard <laughs> And on what me. was
0: the full time frame for? Uh, two was,
2: years. Two years. Well, I mean, it was a year of prep and, like, worrying about, you know, where are we going to get the front tires, mm-hmm. <laughs> things like that. And then, um, and then it was a year. Once they gave me the car, they were like, okay. Well, it was supposed to be six months. And then about three months in, I was like, I need a year. There's, there's no way. You know, it's just too much work. Um, because in part it was so much worse off than we thought, you know, once we got all the Mm -hmm. time machine stuff off and now all that stuff was in terrible shape, but the, just the car, the car itself was just fucked, right? It was a disaster. So, you know, we just had to push it back to a more realistic. And even that was, it was a race to the end. And we literally finished four hours before universal picked the car up. For real, you all—you always
1: have exactly the amount you're—you take it takes exactly the amount of time you are given. Yeah, exactly, absolutely.
2: Well, like I was just asked recently, like could you could you build a car in three months? Yeah, sure. It just—you know—I have to live on less sleep, less food. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it just—it is what it is. But now that you
0: have everything, do you think you could do one in much
2: much shorter time span? Yes and no. Did you buy –
1: when you found something, did you buy extras? Did you buy as many as you could find of everything you could find because you were like, I don't want to go digging for this crap again?
2: Yes, but there was already a community of people doing that. Yeah. So it's not like I found 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found three. Yeah. So yes, I did, but I only hoarded one. (laughs) (laughs) There were other parts that – for example – there's this blue crossover tube that uh, is on the back just in front of the Mr. Fusion. And that came from a store called the uh, Lukey's in Burbank. It was originally Joe Factor um, back in the day when the prop guys used to go there. And it's another, like, aircraft surplus kind of place. I
1: feel like I remember seeing that. There was a show called Hot Set. There was a set design competition show, and I feel like they went to that place. They probably did. Yeah. It's
2: like one of, you know, five places like that around Burbank and Sun Valley. And, um, but that tube literally came from there. And in fact, all of the hoses on the car, no matter where it is, came, came from, from that place. Yeah. yeah. Came from Joe Factor. And that's what they just walked in, and they were like, a couple of these, a couple of these. This looks cool. Well, let's try this. Yeah. And then they went and put it on the car, and they were done. <laughs> my job was way, way worse and took way, way longer, you know. So I literally went to Lukey's one day, and, like, you can go and ask her, and she'll be like, oh, yeah, Joe cleaned up my hose area so nice. Because I there's, like, this gigantor wall of hoses, like, thousands and thousands of hoses, and I just – I showed up when they opened – and I was like, I'm going to now fix your hose department. <laughs> and I pulled them all down and organized them and put them all up proper. So it's all nice and organized now. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was just a disaster. Mayhem. But when I left there, I left with pure gold. Time machine gold. The exact the nicest the exact hoses, hoses of the mix. That are yeah. still available, in theory. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. Because... Things end up in surplus houses, not just because, you know, there was a factory that shut down and they had a bazillion of them. Yeah. They just, what are we going to do? We with have got these? one box left. That's it. We'll get a couple bucks out that's of it. That's just crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like the keypad. Um, like the phone the, the phone keypad? Yeah. Well, it's, it's actually. You have
0: now purchased keypad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, that was uh, it's a little more complicated than that, but it, it involved credit card purchases, like back in the seventies. Oh God! Yeah, so like if you would run your card or whatever, and then you they had to dial something, and it you know it would flash green if you were okay. I don't know, it was old school.
1: It just doesn't exist yeah. anywhere.
2: You know, and so that company was TRW Electronics, and um, they did that and a bunch of other things, and then just when they went out of business, they just dumped it all at apex for you know five bucks a pound or whatever they get for, yeah for turning in surplus and then you know when i started this uh i walked into apex and i was like um hey you got one of these and he's like "Hmm, yep here and and that was yeah you know, how much 10 bucks you know or whatever now if i had another keypad i could put it on ebay and get over a grand just for the keypad just for the keypad in one Jeez, second I'll put it buy it now 1500 i'll probably get it
1: wow. wow if so if you had if you had your your other car that you and your you and your partner have mm-hmm. i mean not that you would after the time and effort but which right. could you make a lot of money parting it out
2: I don't know, that's a good question i don't know i mean that car now is you know I mean, essentially, that's a screen-used car. Now it's been in so much, including the, the um, 30th anniversary Blu-ray, mm-hmm. the Back to the Future edition. Yeah. All the bonus footage of, like, Doc Brown with the whole, like, he's in a big scientific room and everything.
4: Oh, yeah,
1: and there's commercials and stuff that Christopher yeah. Lloyd did. Is it in that one as well?
2: Yeah, but you know the car that he drives in on? That's he, that car. Oh, okay. That's the, sure. the most accurate replica in the world. That's awesome. And That's works fucking crazy. constantly. Really? Yeah. It was, it was in that GE commercial where, like, it was Michael J. Fox. Um, you know, it, he voiced it, and then at the end, like, the time machine lifts off and flies, and everybody was like, "That's awesome."
1: I can't uh, recall, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, a lot of stuff. But, well, that, never so, but that, that, some... that car has like its own career. Yeah, basically. Totally.
2: Yeah, and it's a, like a legit career, like a lot of people do birthday parties and weddings and stuff like that. This car does, does commercials does and movies. Commercials for Universal Yeah. So, That's yeah, awesome. It's pretty great. Does, does that, it have a
1: does it have a caretaker? It's own
5: caretaker?
2: Oh you know, yeah, my my friend, Terry oh, yeah. he owns it and he he has it. It's
5: awesome. You if know. you want to make it to the big time though, sex tape. And that <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that and that car's a time machine. A full car. runner,
2: right? You can drive that car around. That Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. And he has uh like real nice tires, mm-hmm. you know that we made look like Eagle GTs. Do you enjoy driving it? Does Yeah, you know, it's a little bit like, you know, big guy and a little car. Yeah, well, I know.
1: We're, we're about the same size and I know how they are, but
2: but yeah, it's cool. It's fun, you know. It's it's like driving it's, around a really bitchin go-kart or something. Yeah. Know? It's definitely not like quiet or
1: smooth. It's just it's or got fast. standard engine in it, right? Just standard Yeah. Standard deal.
2: How many actually mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you how many miles were on the A car? You know, I, I should like write this down because I don't remember, but I know a guy who knows. I have a picture of it. It's I mean, a lot. It's like a lot. Thirty thousand. Oh, okay. Something. All right. I, but you know what I mean. Like even even with that, they switched between cars. So like when you're watching, you'd be like, the mileage just bounces. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Because they just
1: switched the gauge cluster around to get the speedometer. Thing they figured to look if, right? if you
2: were looking at how many miles were on the car you probably weren't enjoying the movie that much. That's probably a good point. <laughs> um,
1: that's awesome. Well, you can uh you can uh see the car at the Peterson permanently. Yeah. Te- does Universal technically own it? Absolutely. Universal yeah. not even technically, they own it. They do. Yeah. And it's a permanent uh, loan. It's it's you you did a really you and, and your team, not even I mean I I want to credit them as well. You, yeah. you they did an unbelievable job. The car looks spectacular.
2: Yeah, it was it um, was um a lot of people involved, and I, I have tried since the beginning, um, you know, to always give credit where credit is due, you know. And like, I'm in no no means a, a one man army. I couldn't I couldn't do it alone.
1: You're a good mouthpiece, though.
2: Get the Try. job. Bro. Oh, that's good. And you know, every
1: team needs a leader. Yeah, you clearly, uh, clearly uh, represent it well. And we we know you didn't do it by yourself, but yeah but you're here and they're not. Right. So <laughs> no, the car's amazing and you could you could stand there for a half hour or 45 minutes and just look at this car cuz the the it looks as good from 2 inches away as it you looks 40 feet away. You know what I like 40 to do feet is
2: away. look at the car while holding like the best photo reference from from 85. Yeah. You know, and there you have those moments where you're like, "I don't get it, yes, yeah, so what? I'm looking at the car I'm looking at in the photo, yeah, but if you feel that way, you're welcome, yeah, you know i mean well i've got th- I've got
1: this, I've got me sitting in what we've now learned is the wheelie car from Universal Studios, Florida at eight years old, and I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna beg them." To let me sit in the car and retake this picture, you and I post it.
2: Thrift shops and find a similar. Jacket. If I
1: can find the jacket, man, I got to go to a NASCAR race. Right. I think to get this jacket back, and I don't think I'll ever have that hair again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Joe. I, I appreciate you coming. The you documentary uh, Out of Time. Yep. What's the What's the after the colon? Saving out of time. the DeLorean time machine. Saving the DeLorean time machine uh, will be out in what June? I think so. In think June, June and uh, we'll 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 share it on all our social media yep. stuff. and, and and all that and uh thanks for coming down you bet. appreciate your thanks time it's, a, it's a really interesting story and, cool. and and the car is incredible and and i really suggest you get down to the peterson to see it uh the smoking tire podcast is of course as always powered by shout engine get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com it's easy you just need a computer a microphone and an internet connection and uh and thank you for bringing us these patches <laughs> joe i have sure. one one for glucker as well yep. flux capacitor patch on am are you still selling these or are you done selling these no, we only sold
2: those during the restoration. Oh,
1: okay, cool. And when's the book coming out? Do you know?
2: Much later. Much
1: later. I, that is, it's going to be like a coffee table book kind of yeah, thing? Yeah,
2: it's it's going to be, it's a very complicated book. It's going to be some fiction, some nonfiction, kind of a user guide. Um, all Wait, really? It. Yeah, it's crazy. It's going <laughs> to be so cool.
4: Owner's manual of the book. All right. Yeah, like an owner's, yeah. and, oh, an owner's manual.
1: Yeah. Oh an owner's manual would be a really cool Yeah, that's what I meant. I said oh. user guide, I meant oh. owner's manual. Oh, that's awesome. This so is is it, it's written from the Doc Brown it. perspective? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's excellent. And, that was definitely something yeah, and, I'll buy. And,
2: and Bob Gill's, you know, helping me with it. And, cool. You know, he's gonna write all the 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 Doc Brown, you know, the dialogue. dialogue and, that's
1: awesome.
0: It's gonna be like spiral bound. Yeah. I, I,
2: it, I it will be everything that you ever wanted to know about the DeLorean time machine, whether or not you wanted to know it. yeah, You know what I mean? But I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's going to be like, too much. I think it's just like this is is what it no, is. No, for
1: those of us that are into this kind of shit, there's really no such thing as too much. Have,
2: it will have an appeal to all different types. You know? Yeah.
1: The, uh, I mean, as a guy who has six different DeLorean models and a real one, believe me, there is no such oh, thing for as sure. too much. I
2: mean, I think that there will be probably a handful of, delorean time machine owners that are like oh no you know cause it's gonna be like a checklist of what's wrong yeah you know yeah that's page a, 28 bummer
1: yeah and if you if you go and see the real one in person and then uh and then you see one that's sort of not quite on the road yeah. it'll be really disappointing
2: well it's a really hard project it, i mean yeah like much much harder than people realize so really i mean most time machine builders get some leeway just because it's like i mean come on you know, yeah, it's either a career or you're cool with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some there was one guy I who built one himself for like him and his wife, and they drove
2: around. Uh, that would be Terry and Oliver Holler. Yeah, they're super great people, and they they use their car to raise funds for Team Fox. Yeah, yeah, they're I saw. Super busy
1: in. Uh, what's the other documentary called? That back in time. Back in time. I was That's in that a, one too. Yeah,
2: I know you were in that one as well. Except for I needed a shave. But.
1: <laughs> Yeah, um, no, they they got for doing it themselves at home. They did pretty good.
2: Yeah, well, like there's n- not really anything accurate about their car at all, but it has Enough. a totally accurate vibe. Right. Yeah. You know, and they're not
1: selling anything. They're no, just and they're not entering
2: they're, any contests. No. You know, I mean in their own contest they are the winners yeah
1: that other the other movie Back in Time is is pretty cool it's about the making of Back to the Future and it's legacy and if you're a super nerd like me you'll probably enjoy it it's good yeah it. thanks for listening guys I will uh, I'll see you next week peace